Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. What's good? And welcome to the Reflections of a DJ podcast, the Road Podcast. My name is D Miles. I got DJ Crooked. What's up? DJ Never. Yo, what's up? Jamie the Great. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's good, fellas? What's, what's good, good, man? Ayo, uh, yeah. big belated happy birthday shout oh. out to you, D. Yeah, Thank you, man. man. Thank happy you. birthday, D. I know it was your Appreciate birthday it. last week. Yeah. <laughs> low key. Low key. Low I didn't do too key. much, man. Huh? I'm not a big celebrator for my birthday. Why not? I just never been. I've always been a part of me just doesn't like having attention on myself. Oh my god! So but I'm good at celebrating other people's birthdays. I love how he says he doesn't like attention, but he takes wild selfies <laughs> with no t-shirts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't want to do a birthday tour. Nah, sure. I don't know if I'm big enough for that. Hey, yo, oh, hey, awesome. my man. <laughs> All right, man. Anything interesting happened this weekend? We got a lot actually to talk about, but yeah. um, anything happened personally to y'all this weekend? Anything? I got a story. Okay. When I've been wait, I've been holding on to this. When I was waiting for us for it to be just us, so I could discuss this with you guys. Oh, you're oh, so sweet. That's nice. So, <laughs> I'll, let's say maybe like two, three weeks ago, Ooh. I was headlining, and usually before I headline, I'll get there about an hour early, especially if I know I have friends coming. Yeah. Mm. So, friends are there. I try to make sure they're good because once I start DJing, I don't want to like check to make sure my friends are good. So. I'll make sure they have, like, if they're going to offer a bottle, I'll make sure that that comes. Everyone has their drinks. Everyone's good. You're a good host. So I had about four or five friends there. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy that came into the booth maybe 10 minutes after. And then I didn't think much of it because I'm thinking, oh, maybe he knows someone that my friends know. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to DJ. I noticed he's not talking to anybody. He's just kind of, like, in his own world. And then he slowly kind of, like, integrates himself into my friends. And starts talking, and I think he's kind of like making friends with them. And was then, he a white guy? Was he a black guy? Asian guy? He was a tall white guy. Okay. So then <laughs> he kind of got comfortable, uh-huh. had a drink, and then had like two drinks. Okay. Then he mm-hmm. left, and then about ten minutes later, he came back with like two girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm like, so he want to go recruit? Yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking in his head, he got comfortable, and then he was like, okay, I can go get some girls. And tell them to come to the DJ booth and I'll get them drinks. Right. Okay. So then, at that point, I'm DJing and I notice the two come up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Some ain't right. So I go to my friends. I'm like, yo, do you know this dude? And they're like, no, we thought he was with you. So we just was cool with him. Mm-hmm. Like, we thought that was your people. So we just let him do his thing. Damn. And then at that point, I'm like pissed, but I'm still DJing. So I just go get security or flag security. I'm like, yo, I don't know this dude. I don't know his people. Like, he has to go. And then it was like an embarrassing moment for the guy and the girls. Right. Because they got I kicked out. I didn't feel bad, but I'm just like, dude, how did he really just weasel his way up here and drank about three drinks and got the girls' drinks too before any, before like anything? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has <laughs> <laughs> that shit happened to you? I've, I mean, I have people come in the DJ booth while I'm DJing and drink out of my bottle, and I don't even know them people. But yeah. it's like kind of hard to do something while you're in the middle of DJing. It's not like you could go get security yeah. and get them kicked out. Yeah, that shit, would, that shit would happen a lot yeah. at Omnia, in the heart of Omnia. Yeah. Yeah, it would happen a lot. Oh, I can see why. That well, I would, is weird. I would be DJing, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, just like literally 12 dudes would come out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And it could be like homies of another DJ. Yeah. But yeah. they just feel like... <laughs> that you're homies for some reason? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, uh, you know, we're homies with this dude. Yeah. So it's you know, and he kind of knows, and he's cool with Crooked, so we should be able to, to yeah, hang yeah. with Crooked and drink his bottle. I don't know if you remember, but it was like maybe two summers ago, and we were you were doing a nighttime pool party, and we were all sitting, and then these girls just slowly 
crept over to our section and then kind of like befriended us and then started drinking at the table. I don't remember that. I remember it. Of course you do. <laughs> do, you, do you? <laughs> but they they I like finessed so, it so smooth. So did you say something when the girls came to the um, to the table? I think it's different when nah. it's a girl, right? It's different. No, yeah. it is different. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's different. Like, it is. You kind of let it slide. Like okay, some honeys. Because it's kind of like a. Who oh, cares? No. About with, a, with a dude, it's just kind of like damn. Yeah. Man, like, at least acknowledge yourself or something. You know what I mean? I give you a dab, or I don't yeah. know. But you know what I do sometimes? When I see like a bunch of people at the table drinking my bottle uh-huh. while I'm DJing, I will go to that table, grab my bottle, and put it to the DJ booth with, by the timetables with me so nobody, if somebody want to drink, they got to come to me and ask me for a drink. Oh, that's kind of smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of smart. Yeah. It's kind of like... You either know. look like an alcoholic or you, you No, you just look like even, man. No. It's like yeah. you, you kind of deboing the situation. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. I might have tried that just because. Dude, that shit is crazy. Confiscating the bottle. I did that. Yeah. That used to happen a lot at Omnia. They had to set up a rule where uh-huh. like the DJ couldn't have more than five people. That's five right. dudes yeah. in, in, the, in the DJ booths. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. So then like these dudes would come in and I wouldn't know them and I'd be like, yo, man. Can someone kick them out? Because I don't want to get in trouble. Right. And I already have like maybe two or three of my boys in here. So yeah. I don't want to have like 13 dudes and then have like one of the managers come in and be like, yo, why are you breaking the rules? There can only be five dudes in the booth. Yeah. Like one, two, three, four. Five. Yeah. And then when you DJ, why should you even be worrying about that? I don't know. I think it's a lot of like local Las Vegas motherfuckers who are like, who are like accustomed to the comp life. They're like, yeah. they're used to like having comp bottles. Yeah. yeah. They used to like just getting free drinks from every table and just yeah. being a fucking freeloader. Yeah. <laughs> freeloaders. Yeah. They're basically <laughs> fucking freeloaders. Yeah. And then they're Instagramming from different like fucking tables. Like they're, they're balling and shit, but they ain't doing nothing. Yeah. All their thing. friends are yeah. popping bottles. It's not just Vegas, though. It's I think it's all over. I mean, well, like let's, every city you DJ at. Probably, but let's talk about Vegas. I mean, <laughs> we're in Vegas. It's <laughs> happening in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? I got nothing against those guys. Yeah. But. At Omnia, it would give me anxiety just because I couldn't keep turning around yeah. and counting how many guys were in the DJ booth. One, yeah. two, three. Where the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, then and then just random. And then sometimes like the lighting guy might have his homies, right? And mm-hmm. I don't care if they're drinking off of my bottle, yeah. But I don't want the lighting guy to bring four homies, right? And I got two, and then like I'm over the five guy limit or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So like for me, <laughs> and, and that was the only thing that used to give me anxiety. Wow. So that used to fuck up my like my my sets and my yeah. whatever the fuck because I wouldn't be focused on the crowd and the party. Yeah. I'd be focused on like counting the dudes. Yeah, just <laughs> counting the, the dudes or like yeah. policing the bottle or whatever the fuck or just like random people would just walk in and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, and there, there could be some etiquette because I have I have people come to me and been like, "Yo, like, is it cool if I grab a drink from your table?" Then I'll respect that, even if I don't know you. If you just ask me, what am I gonna say? I'm not paying for this either. So if you ask me, I'm cool with it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, get yourself a drink. You got a girl with you. It's all good. The weirdest yeah. shit is when random motherfuckers come up to you and shake your hand. Yeah, like that's the like. And you don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> That's supposed to be the okay to come in. Yeah, they, and just table. drink at your table, right? Yo, Crooked, what's good? Oh, yeah. yo, what's up? All right, cool. Yeah, do your thing. Hey, yeah. yo, it's me, Leon. Leon, remember no. Leon? No, I don't know any Leon, bro. <laughs> nah, come on, man. Stop playing, man. And then they just get to get a drink. But yo, no, they'll be like, yo, yo, you want a drink? Yeah. And you want a drink? Yo, you, you, drink? you good? Come you on, good? stop playing. You, you know, good? Leon. And then they'll like, make you a drink and yo, make you a drink. Sometimes it's not even about the bottle. It's about they come and take your water. 
that's the kind of disrespectful oh, also. I, 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 I take the waters. I'm not even going to front. I, hey. It's like, I don't know you, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll be man. like, oh, two Fiji waters? <laughs> Pocket you're two. The, you're taking the good stuff, man. <laughs> Damn, Leon. Why are you taking all that shit? Damn, Leon. We just met. Um, yeah, that's pretty annoying. Yeah. I How was do you holding feel? on to that story. I had to get it out. Pause. Nah, that's all good. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's 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 been like, it's just been awkward to etiquette in DJ booths nowadays, man. Yeah. I don't really yeah. know what to do. You know what I drink? I drink the orange juice. <laughs> really? I just yeah, I down the shit out of the orange juice. <laughs> Nowadays, I've been trying to not drink juice when I drink. It's Jesus just all Christ. all liquor straight or water. You gotta get your vitamin C. Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. not vitamin C. That's actually a hoax. <laughs> you're just drinking sugar, <laughs> sugar and water. <laughs> yeah, you're just drinking sugar, bro. You should actually stay away from that orange juice, man. Uh, you're better off just drinking water or some scotch. <laughs> so straight. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was I talking about? Etiquette, right? In the yeah. DJ booth. Yes. I'm still like getting uncomfortable with like openers having like twenty thousand people in the DJ booth. Yeah. I yeah. get it though. I get it. Like I get it that you know, like openers and DJs, we have to like market and we want to like make it look like a party in the DJ booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like. I don't really. It just makes me really uncomfortable. It just gives me anxiety for some reason. Yeah. Like when I walk in and. There's still got to be a level of respect, though, right? I think it's, I mean, there is a respect. I just think, I don't know. For me, it gives me anxiety when there's, like, a bunch of people in the DJ booth yeah. dancing, and I'm trying to get my laptop out, yeah, and I'm trying to set up, and, like, like I'm not going to tell, you know, the DJ's right. friends to, like, can y'all back the fuck off? Like, can y'all yeah. just, like, you, you don't know, do that? Huh? <laughs> you, don't do, you don't do that? Not I do really. it sometimes. You do? Yeah, man. It's like. What trying you t- to, he's trying to set up and they're like bumping into you. It's like, yo, can you like move back? Just get away from me. Let me just fucking set up. Yeah. I just set up and usually they get the picture, but like if they're really drunk, they don't get it. I don't I don't I don't know what the, like I'm yeah. not gonna be like, yo, can y'all get the fuck out? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, what's I, what's a nice way to say get out? Just get I mean, them, to be move, honest, the last time I played with Scooter, I had a few friends and I told him I was like, Look, Scooter's coming, he might come with a group a group of people, he may not, but out of respect, like I need y'all to clear out when he gets here. And if he says it's cool, then mm-hmm. y'all can come back and show. Mm-hmm. But if not, like let him have his space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great. I feel like that's the right way to handle that it. That shit just gives that's me anxiety, man. Yeah. Oh, every time. Yeah. Because I'm worried about what they're gonna do, and I'm and I forget what I have to do for the night. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get it one day, Jamie. I get it. Yeah. One day. Um, what else are we gonna go into? Shit. Anything else happened this weekend to you guys? Nah, what was this past I, weekend? I Actually, I went to On The Record the other night. Raw Swan was DJing. Oh, oh yeah. He was, was in town. It was good. Yeah. I've never actually, like, I don't really smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this is my first time smoking weed and, like, going to a nightclub, really. How, How was, was it? it? <laughs> <laughs> Please, let me know. Yo, it's like, it, it's a different feeling. Um but it was dope. Was you like more relaxed? If you I was super relaxed. You pay more attention to the music? Yeah. The music, I was like analyzing the music a little bit more. Yeah. It was just like a very surreal feeling. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm, I talked to a, a couple of DJs and they actually fucking, they DJ Why they like high. high. Really? Oh, shit. I don't know how you could do that. I, I don't know. There's man. one DJ who actually takes edibles. Oh, yeah. Almost every night before he DJs. That's scary. I don't scary. know how the fuck he does that that's shit. That's scary. Yeah, because that's a different kind of high. That's more, definitely more. You know, I was high. like, so like, I was high and shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm noticing like the waitresses' uniforms. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, damn, like on the record, the waitresses got some of the best uniforms. Yeah, I've seen. what did, what do they wear? It's like a red. Uh, no, no, 
No, they have these uh, they have these like checkered leggings, uh-huh. and then like a jean jacket. Oh yeah, oh. the jean jacket. Yeah. But it's like the dopest fucking uniform <laughs> because they it's just like mad. I don't know, like because because all the other uniforms, everyone's like lingerie or something, right? Yeah, like the like yeah. leotard, yeah. like yeah, sexy yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, like on the record, show. I was just like, yo, man, everyone look good in the leggings. Mm-hmm. Everyone look good with the jean jacket. Like, that's the best uniform. I don't know who came up with that uniform, but I was like, yo, that's just, that yeah. shit was. So it was like a 90s look? Yeah. But it was like one of those, like, you want to wrap to those girls. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I never wanted to wrap to a waitress, but I'm like, yo, the way they look, they look like an around the way girl. Yeah. Like, like but said so, like I don't know if I was high and I was just overanalyzing <laughs> no, 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 shit. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like Maybe. putting myself. I was like, yo. And then yeah, I just started yeah. thinking about all the other uniforms that everyone wears. <laughs> yeah, isn't that fucking weird? That's fucking weird. Yeah. So that's what that's what was going in my head. Like, I mean, maybe that's what they were going after because it is like the standard for like any city. Pretty much, they're wearing like the the one piece, like almost like swimsuit looking thing. No, they're always Boots. wearing like a halter yeah, top, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. We don't have to go into that anyway, <laughs> man. Um, All Star Weekend. What's up, man? You guys, the sports guys. Oh yeah. When these oh, uh, NBA analysts after like a whack Super Bowl, how was this? Uh, the the uh, how was the All Star? The three point contest was dope. Um, a guy that I didn't even know his name won. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the guy that won the slam dunk contest was a new guy. I think he was a rookie or second I mean, year player. But like All Star Weekend, it's, it's not as serious. It's yeah, just it's like, like a laid having back. fun, laid back. Just really, I thought it was like more hype than the Super Bowl weekend. I think Super Bowl is more corporate. I thought this exactly. was quiet. Yeah. And All-Star is more like the party scene. Exactly. Well, like the, all the rappers and athletes that aren't basketball players show up for. Just get together. Yeah. Just like, I, don't know. I thought this was kind of quiet this year. Isn't it usually no. bigger, though? Yeah. The, well, where where they took place, it looked like it was like in a college facility. It, it was, even looked uh, like a like I think a it was just arena. a town. I think well, it was in North Carolina, so yeah. it's not a big big city. Know. So it wasn't like... And it was their first time doing it as well. Exactly, yeah. I think it was, had a lot to do yeah, with it. Yeah, that game looked like a rec center. Like, if it would have been in <laughs> L.A. Crazy, yo. <laughs> if it would have been in L.A. and New York, it definitely would have been oh, made yeah. more noise. Of yeah, course, yeah, but, sure. I mean, get a better facility, man. It should look crazy. <laughs> it, should, it, it is what it is. It's North yeah. Carolina, right? Um, J. Cole, he... He, uh, I mean, it was like Dreamville weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. on the yeah. low. <laughs> he was almost like the the city ambassador, yeah, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. he was at the dunk contest. Like that's good exposure. Yeah, he for was him, really man. featured a lot. Like, yeah. on oh, they, social media. Somebody dunked over him, right? Yeah, um, Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. Okay. Didn't he try to dunk? He didn't make that dunk, no, right? It, it, out. it missed. Yeah, it didn't go in. <laughs> yeah, but if anyone if anyone ever tried to dunk and miss, but make it look good, like it look it looked. Good. Yeah, they, they, they were saying like, "Yo, that was the best Miss Dunk we seen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked good. It looked good for real. They yo. were giving them process like, "Yo, he's in street clothes. He ain't stretch. Like, <laughs> yeah, he dreads the, all over yeah, the place." Like, they said yeah. if he, if he would have made it, he would have torn the house down. Yeah, and I, yeah. I was like, "Damn, that would have been dope." I know he probably really wanted to make that. Yeah, <laughs> I know he wanted oh, to man. make that. But yeah, because he, he wanted to be in the NBA. <laughs> that was his whole dream before yeah. rapping. Yeah, yeah. Him and Eve, right? Did he play college ball? Yeah. He, at St. So, yeah. John's. Did yeah. he play for St. John's? No, I, I'm I don't not think sure. No, he, I don't think he. No, he did not play in St. John's. Yeah. He tried to play for high school, but he got cut. Did he? Yeah. Oh, so right. the the guy that dunked over him was wearing his high school jersey. Yeah, oh. that's right. So it was that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he never made it. How was that performance? You liked it? I liked it. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Gave a 21 Savage shout out, which is good. He that's did. Uh, he did a lot. He did. Um, no role models. Middle child. Middle child. Still yeah. love yours. Yeah. Yeah. I you know I'm a big J Cole fanatic. So I mean J Cole's I would say one of the top five hip hop performers. Yeah, yeah. And I'm convinced that he doesn't ever need a real radio hit to have success because watching that performance, yeah, 
I was like, man, they know every word. And what about Meek Mill though? Were y'all feeling Meek Mill or not really? I didn't see Meek Mill. I don't think he did the halftime show. He did the introduction. Yeah, right, the introduction, introduction to the show. Yeah, to the game. Sorry. Yeah. And then uh, J. Cole did the halftime show. Yeah. I was I was yeah. skimming through some of the YouTube of Meek Mill. I just don't understand. Like, uh, I feel like um, him as an artist and maybe his message and what he stands for because what he went through is probably more meaningful than his music. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like that's more of, yeah. that has that's no, more of a presence a than sense. his actual yeah. music. Just like I think, like uh, when we t- if we if we talk about the Grammys and stuff, mm-hmm. like this is America winning, you know, record of the year and song of the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like that's not really a great song. I feel like that's not really a great record. Yeah. yeah. But I think the message behind the video and the song itself, the package is probably. Hold. I think it, it's more poignant. And it, it was important to highlight that, yeah. like it's important to highlight Meek, mm-hmm. but I don't think I don't really understand why Meek was there. Yeah, if it was just based on music, yeah, I don't understand why he was there. Yeah, I, I would agree to it a certain extent because even last year, um, everything was built around Migos. Yeah, when Stir Fry came out and Stir Fry was huge, mm-hmm. and it kind of just went with the theme of uh, the weekend. Yeah, so him, I don't know how they fit him. I don't know how they fit Meek into that equation. For him to do the introduction and everything. It just well, he did. Didn't. I saw the introduction. And I wasn't really feeling it. He started with that Phil Collins song, right? Yeah. And it just didn't like, I didn't, I mean, I, I hardly know it, but like I, I remember know. 2014. But Pharrell wait, wait, but, I, but I want to know, like, has the, the NBA All-Star weekend parties, the performances, the, the guys who do the intros and who does the halftime or whatever, mm-hmm. have they been more hip-hop based or more celebrity pop based? I don't know. A little bit of both. I think, I think recently more hip hop based. Yeah. Because like I, I, you know, when we think about the the Super Bowl, right? That's mm-hmm. definitely pop, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we think of like All Star Weekend, like who who the fuck is performing? I just thought Meek was like maybe a little like maybe it's a little too like I don't know. It's not pop enough. Yeah. Like I want to go back to maybe 2014 uh, when Pharrell had Happy. He did the intro to the All Star game, uh-huh. and it was huge. And I think they had I want to say. Um, God, I can't think of the chick's name from Atlanta. She's really big. Um, what was last year? Last year what was, was Migos. Uh, Migos. You remember what's the year before? 2017 was uh, Khaled. Khaled. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, that's when he, he uh, debuted uh, the record with him and Beyonce and Jay-Z, mm-hmm. the Shining record. Right. He did that and just did like his hits. And then uh, I can't remember what 15 was. But it's kind of been like just kind of pop, hip hop based, not, not nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, yeah Janelle I, Monae she did it fourteen with Pharrell yeah I just think I think maybe they just really went left field with J Cole yeah. and I mean J Cole makes sense for being North Carolina yeah yeah but you mean Meek Mill Meek Mill just comes out of nowhere I mean he's the hottest kind of the hottest rapper right now at the moment Meek Mill yeah I don't Music? know if he's like more popular than like. I don't think hottest, but I th- I see why they put it behind him because after he got out of jail the album the yeah. push why do you call yeah. him the hottest rapper right now I mean more. When it has to do with commercial, you, commercial sales, you think he has? The, he's like kind of getting into that mainstream type of hip hop. I don't know. Well, everybody know who he is now. A Boogie's yeah. album been number one for how long right now? Like three Shit. weeks. That's crazy. But now people don't know who A Boogie is. I know. Yeah, if he was to walk down the street, I don't know. What's yeah, the What's the people. biggest record off of that Meek Mill album? Going back. That's yeah, with Drake that's though, right? Going yeah. bad Yo, what do you what do you think? <laughs> of, what do you think about these artists that are like getting all these opportunities and they're getting all of these like number one hits and stuff, but it's all on the piggyback of Drake? Sicko mode is Drake. That's yeah. Travis Scott. That's the only playable, real playable hit off of uh, Travis Scott's album. Yeah, yeah. Same um, thing with Meek. 
Yeah. Except I love Uptown Vibes, but yeah. I love Uptown Vibes. I don't. I mean, I could go through a night without playing it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, you can't go a whole night without going bad. I'm gotta, the, you gotta play going bad now. Yeah. Even well, the the little the little baby and Drake record, like Drake yeah. kind of like set the tone for that yeah. record. And then what's yes, uh, Block Boy as well? It's yeah. just it, this is okay. ongoing thing where Drake so, kind of gets on a record and it just fucking goes, and yeah. everybody just kind of follows that flow. Is that a bad thing though? Yeah, I mean, it, you, I think we're mixing up like we're giving the credit to these dudes. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting when, them up when a pedestal. it's piggybacking off of like yeah. another artist that. I don't know. That's actually the main feature of that whole song. Yeah. But it's been going on for quite some time. I mean. Since Tuesday well, with uh, McConan. Yeah. He hopped on that yeah. and it skyrocketed. Uh-huh. Then Future, Future, he got on some of the records with Future and that kind of skyrocketed. But don't you think it's more blatant last year because like Drake had like six of those records <laughs> in one year? Like that's insane. It's uh, Travis going bad. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Block Boy. Shit. Look alive. Yeah. I could probably name a few more. Damn. Go, go. I mean, I just got to look through it. I mean, I'm not, I haven't done the research. Uh, I mean, shit. that alone is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's either you get J. Cole or Drake. Yo, but Drake better not have nah, a scandal, I mean, man. J. Can Cole's you imagine not, not playing Drake throughout the night? That's fucking nuts. But J. Cole's not take, taking themselves to number one like Drake is. I say the only person that's kind of almost at that level is Cardi B. Cardi B can be on any yeah. record. She'll switch that shit. Are y'all playing? Yeah. Wait, wait. The Tatiana Cardi B just came out. Wait, that oh, wait, I, I just saw the video. I just saw the video. Yeah, but I mean, it's down. I mean, I haven't, I haven't found so wait, the download. There's remake. a version of Cardi that's B. That's the official. That's the one. original. I mean, that's the official remix. So the Nicki Minaj was just like a freestyle uh, that wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah. She did it. <laughs> she did it after she they, um, announced that Cardi B was gonna be on the remix. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of like threw some shade and tried to a like, little bit. She yeah. tried to beat it. It didn't quite that's happen. Uh, I thought the YG was the original. Uh, the the, the remix, yeah, the remix, Fish remix. Nah, man, because I mean, they did a video I think if together. they got the Cardi, they might as well shoot the Cardi yeah. out there, yeah. man. I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna play that YG. I saw her. I listened to her verse. She went the fuck off. I think that Young Ma remix sound better though. Have you I heard haven't heard that, that one. Yet. She was freestyling. Young Ma is a fu- yo. Young Ma may get the king of freestyling right now for me. What's going on she's with her? She's nasty. <laughs> she gets oh. busy, bro. Why can't she drop a record already? What is it? Three I years think now. He, I think the pressure. Yeah, the pressure from that that first hit. She's Ooh. probably like chasing, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. She needed to drop something, man. Because that was, yeah, 2016. Something. I mean, she dropped, uh, fuck, um, Petty last year. I thought it was a good record, but it didn't take off. I didn't even know. Really? That. I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah. It's a good record, but again, I just think the way the music industry is, where so much music's coming out, there's not enough time for something to take off at that point. And it's hard for me to even give her credit for, ooh, because that sounded like Bobby Schmurder. It was like she just piggybacked off of, off of <sighs> that. And just made a record and it hit. Nah, but she got skills, man. Yeah, she she nasty, is busy, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love her freestyles. She has great yeah. freestyles. I'm not, I'm not mad at. Uh, I'm not mad at. Ooh, I think she proved herself that she's more than just like a one hit. But she yeah. need to drop something. Yeah. Cause uh, I don't know, man. Forget about her. Yeah, like I mean, you saw. You see what's happening to designer, right? Yeah. Like he's having a breakdown. You yo. can't compare designer to Young M A. Like an actual MC. Rapper. I think. Yo, I think designer dropped the Tatiana remix too. No Everybody's way. dropping the Tatiana <laughs> remix. Fucking sad, <laughs> it's fucking sad. Oh, uh, but back to the Cardi B though. I, I, think. I just got, I can't believe that record is as huge as it is. Man. I know. Yeah. Like it's huge. Yeah. Pause. It's 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 probably it's huge. It may be record the summer record coming up, unless something else. Drops. In the last week, in the last two weeks, yeah. When I drop that, like everybody screams. You drop it from the one. 
dun, dun, dun. Well, I, I usually bring yeah. it in. A pause. I I usually bring it in like towards the chorus. Uh huh. And then I bring it. I always bring shit back to the one. You did a thing I heard you the other night where you kind of like doubled up on the chorus, right? I doubled up on the, on the chorus and the bridge. Yeah, yeah. And where he goes like, uh, bust it down, bust it, bust it yeah. down, bust it. Where he keeps doing that. Yeah. I don't really go into the verse. Yeah, I kind of like that because I feel like sometimes that verse, the verse drags. is fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, he's not even on, on beat. And it's I feel like, like that kind of kept the energy up. The I way do. You did it. I do the chorus. And don't, it, I don't go, be giving any trade secrets, I mean, man. They gotta come see you if they want to see your secret. Yes, that's not trade secret. Okay, go ahead. I go to the Tatiana chorus, right? Okay. And then I bring it back to the one, mm-hmm. talk some shit on the mic. Then I hit the chorus. Yeah, obviously hits the chorus again. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into a bridge. Yeah. And then I double up on the bridge. And then mm-hmm. I go back to the chorus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I double up on the bridge. Again. And then I get out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the way you did it kept the energy. And so it's like, almost like a party break. Yeah. It's like, a, that's what you got to do with these new songs because these dudes can't rap. Yeah, his his flow just kind of dry. But that's why, like, thank God for the Cardi B. At least we can go into the Cardi B shit. Do the chorus, bridge, Cardi B, get out. It's like that pre-Fontaine record oh, with yeah, Cardi yeah, B. Yeah. yeah, backing it up. He's nasty, though. Mm-hmm. But I feel like no one want to hear that. The record. Yeah, they, I try to push it. I try to, before I used to just go to the Cardi B um, verse. But lately I've been playing, like, his verse just so people could know that. His He's on the record, yeah. Wow. That's your boy or something? <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it sounds good though. He it's looked like head. a cousin of yours, so you feel bad. Or he something? could be. <laughs> He's like, let me give him some shine. Uh, no, you know what? Then Cardi B kind of has that effect, the, the Drake effect, where she hops on a record and is gonna go skyrocket and way better than than what the original is. I mean, like, do you skip G Easy's verse on uh, No Limit? I do. I have been lately. I, I yeah. have an edit where go yeah. straight to <laughs> from the chorus to her. Yeah. What else is songs is it like that? City Girls. City Girls? But I think mm. I actually sit- play. Yeah, they have. I think it's dope. I play the first verse. Yeah, the first yeah. verse and then Cardi. Because that first out. line where she's like, stick it to your big baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit sounds good. Um, yeah. Motorsports? Motorsports? Yeah. She got the yeah. best verse on Motorsports for Let's sure. Let's just go to the Cardi. Yeah. Uh, which what about, yeah, I mean. Are y'all playing that, that Bruno record with her? The new Bruno? I like it, but you can't it's play it. It's too that. new. I mean. That's like an opening, Slow jam, opening or closing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know I love Bruno Mars. It's a great record. But never, you said that was a fucking uh, R. Kelly sample. Yeah. Whoa. Set, you said, uh, what was it? Uh, Set to me. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. So people are kind of like upset about that. Yeah, they got it. But why man. would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I think the record was made a while ago. Yeah, I but why would they? I know, but still, they released it. Though. Why would they risk that? Why would they release shit? it right now? Yeah. Why would they risk that? Why would they risk well, People like uh, you know, why I mean, would they risk that controversy? So what I think is, unless they wanted it, and my speculation is that she she's dropping an album and she's trying to get that poppy song out there, and that may be it. Even yeah, though agree. even though it's like not a great, it's not a record. poppy record. It's like more R and B, but like it's a crossover radio. Here's what I'm saying: mm-hmm. not poppy. Yeah, it's sorry. all over the radio right now. Yeah, so she needs that lane. She has a ratchet lane. She has the hood lane right now with the Tatiana. The ratchet one is the city girl. So she's trying to cover all her lanes. Is money is uh, money hitting harder after the Grammy performance? Um, I haven't seen a significant change. Nah. What about you guys? Not really. Nah. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I feel like it's a bigger song now. Yeah. It I mean, could the be just me. Was dope. The it, performance of the record was dope. It definitely aged well because at first I didn't like that record, and now I like it. 
Yeah. And then people. It took a while. Yeah, it, it kind of. It was yeah, but it was the label like shoving it down our throats, no? Because a little when, bit. When did that release? Like yeah, in, I saw like in like in, Nah, like in December. December? November, December. November, yeah. December. Yeah. That's not a hit record, though. Mm-mm. It's like a. It's, it's a filter record. That's like a she bad. On yeah, the album, yeah. that's like a sheep, or even a a bacon head on the nah, album. Right? I, I thought the bacon head was gonna take off. That's true. That shit was that's true. Oh my god! I would say it's like a she bad, yeah, she bad, she yeah, bad. or drip drip, something like yeah. one of those like filler songs. That's not horrible, but like you could play that shit. I honestly mm-hmm. think. Money- By the way, she bad is hitting really hard nowadays. Yo. Really, oh, really? Yeah. It's aging? Okay, good. I feel like yo, the Cardi album is just so. It's just like you could play almost every song on that so, throughout yeah. the whole night. You could play like Bickenhead. You could play Drip. You could play all that shit. Because it's been a year, right? Be, since the release. Be, fate, be careful, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you could play that, but maybe, but. I've heard. Yeah. You played so it? Find a redrum. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you find <laughs> <Yeah>. a redrum. <laughs> I feel so, like someone's going to redrum that. No, but yeah, like you can literally me. run all of those album cuts throughout yeah. the night. Nah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's, uh, what, that's other, why she won album of the year. The other track called Money from the Grammys. But what was she flipping the fuck out like? Money Bag. Because so bag. many people were saying, that either Mac Miller should have won or um, Travis Scott should have won. Yo, Astro World was ass. Did we put that out what? there? Astro World, I don't. That fucking album sucked. Yo, why was everyone so emotional when Drake was giving that speech about like you don't need this Grammy? Yeah. Did you notice that? Like the crowd, you mean? No, like Jordan and Lucas looked like he was gonna cry. Travis looked oh. like he was gonna cry. <laughs> I don't know about Did that. you see that shit? Nah, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I think my focus was on. I was like, yo, this is hip hop. Like the man. Grammys cut him off. <laughs> Did y'all like? He was just like, yo, man, you guys don't need this. If you guys are like selling out tickets and people are standing in the rain to go see you and have regular jobs and have regular jobs, you already won. And they showed like Travis Scott and he like looked down like he was gonna cry. <laughs> and then join the Lu- and then they turned to join the Lucas and he looked like he was gonna cry. He was like tapping his chest like, oh man, like thank you for acknowledging. Because he know he wasn't gonna win. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, man, hip hop is becoming like some bitch made like. That's it's funny. like why so like do you y'all, like when did y'all really care about that shit like that yeah. much? I don't know, man. I'd rather see ODB just storm the stage and be like, yo, I, mean, I, I should have won that. I miss those days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This but I mean, he's over here crying and shit. <laughs> I don't know why people crazy. are going at Cardi because I mean, Yo, to, to me, she had the best body of work for 2018. 2018, yeah, yeah, that definitely. was in that category. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, who was? Who, why were people even tripping on her? But who the fuck is actually wanting? Like, who the fuck think Astral World is like a Grammy worthy album? Sixteen-year-olds? I, I don't even know. I I know a few people above sixteen that think that that album deserved that shit. Really? And then I know like diehard Travis Scott fans that didn't like that album whatsoever. So it's like I don't get it. Some people may see it differently than others, but I think it's his worst album to date, to be honest. And and I like this. I like his music, but mm. that Astro World is sleeper. I'm wondering if he's doing the Super Bowl and he's performing at the Grammys. Because if he himself doesn't know if he has another one in him. Probably. Does that make sense? I don't think it's that. Oh, you no, don't he, think so? No. I also think that, that sorry, the Astro World album had a lot of hype behind that shit for like years coming, like a year and a half. And then it didn't deliver. So maybe he's just trying to juice it as much as he can. No, I think in his head it yeah. did deliver. I just don't know if, yeah, like he doesn't have another single. No. Mm-mm. Unless he does no bystander, like Stargazing is not a single. It's a good. Oh, record. I, he's trying to. I thought you was trying to say like, does he have another album to put out that's 
that could be as good as no i'm saying i'm saying like i don't think in his head uh-huh. i don't think in his head that he he thinks he can that make another uh, album another hit, yeah. another hit album mm. so he's trying to capitalize off of super bowl I, off of the grammys and get as much exposure as he can yeah I because just, he needed a lot of motherfuckers to make this album no that's not usual for him to have that many cameos. features or maybe it is i don't know no, like, this shit had a lot of features. Cause, uh, yeah, like four in one. The the second one didn't have that many features. Like, did he really need a Sway Lee to sing? Someone said. <laughs> that shit was, like, that don't make no sense to me. That shit had, like, a lot of writers. No. I, the second album had, like, ten features at most. I think he spent a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of people put a lot of shit into this album. And I don't think it was that dope. Yeah. I mean, he he tried to use everything, you and know? I know his ego is inflated a little bit because "Sickle Mode" is the biggest song on that album, and mm-hmm. he, it's but, not one hundred percent him. But isn't this his best-selling album to date? Oh because yeah, definitely. But it, I think that has to do with streaming and music, and yeah. like I said, the exposure mm-hmm. and, and everything. Baby mama. And then also, his, yeah, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And then tying the music into like the merch. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. using Kylie Jenner's following to push the merch and record sales. Yeah. I think it's all a I think desperation and exhaustion. Because really I did exhausted. go, to, I did go to the concert here uh, yeah. two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and literally the entire arena was filled with high school kids, and like Caucasian, Asian. Are like, these like old old fans or new fans? We're trying no, to say are, it, it, he doesn't fans. have black fans. No, yeah, no. it's mostly kids. <laughs> yeah, kids for sure. And it's like, and after watching the concert, like it was a dope show, but. Mm-hmm. Was he's, it though? He's was dope. it? Was it though? Well, he's dope in his element. <laughs> was what I'm trying to say. Like he's I've, not. I've heard, I've heard people at that show too, and they said he yeah. sounded like shit. You no, probably did sound like shit. And they, and they said they couldn't understand a word he was saying, and then he just was yelling and shit with yeah. auto tune, and then he was just that's exactly running around was. acting like a hype man. <laughs> that's and exactly I, what it I was. tell you. He is a hype man, and yeah. I, and I think that's what his element is. It shouldn't be on the Super Bowl or doing the Grammys because you don't feel his energy in those environments. I think. In that arena, you felt it, even though he was just yelling and kind of like being a glorified hype man. It just worked in that element with like mm. the flames going, the Astro roller coaster going. Like it just kind of made sense with the merch, like everything that was going on in the arena made sense. But at the Super Bowl, it just looked whack. Yeah, because my homie said that the energy in the room was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily based off of the performance of the music. Yeah. It was just like, it was everything. The hype of just being there and the fire, the roller coaster, and just kids mosh, like doing moshing and shit. Yeah, like yeah. the entire floor there was no seating; it was all standing room only, and it was just a completely full mosh pit of but, about a couple of thousand kids. But my homie also said that the Kanye Pablo show was way better. I'm not, yo. Listen, I'm, I kind of agree because that, pa- that, that that that. Um, Pablo show, like, I wasn't too fan about it, but I got a free ticket and I went, and I was like, shit, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But, again, I kind of see why they would say that. That Pablo show was crazy. Did you guys go? I didn't I get a chance to see it. That it shit good. is crazy. Like, that mosh yeah. shit, him levitating yeah, over the thing was crazy. It looked like like an apocalypse hit, and we just were in this dungeon <laughs> partying. It was crazy. Were you shit. in the pit? No, nah, no, nah, I'm pussy. I'm what, not, what, I'm <laughs> what label is Travis on? Uh, Ooh. Uh, let me look it up. I'm not he sure. He signed a TI. Oh, Grand I, Hustle? Yeah, as yeah. A, as an artist, and he signed to Good Music as as a producer. So I'm assuming Def Jam because uh, Good Music's with Def Jam. I, I just feel like they've been pushing this album. They've been pushing Sickle Mode like crazy because they have to. They so. got to push that shit. Like, 
like a fucking monster. Um, what do you call it? Moving forward, anything else? No. Okay. Oh, he's on Epics. <laughs> oh, it's on Epics. Okay. I don't know. I feel like they gotta push that shit. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they're also the ones probably like finessing all of the Super Bowl shit and the Grammy shit. Mm-hmm. They're pushing all of that. A lot more than the usual fucking. I want to know the budget for how much they spent to make that, to make that album. That is a good question. That shit must be crazy. Um, I think even Frank Ocean was on that, and I think he sued because he didn't approve his vocals. He tried to sue. Yeah, I think he he tried to sue because they didn't approve his vocals or his recordings beforehand. Really? Yeah, I remember I read that. Um, what else are we playing? Yo, y'all been hearing about what's happening with Sheck West? Nah. Yeah. Do you yeah, know the full story? I don't know the full story, but um, it has to do with that model. Is she a model or a singer? Justine Skye. Justine singer, Skye. Right? Yeah. yeah. That he's been harassing her? Well, they were dating, mm-hmm. and then they broke up, and I guess he had put his hands on her ev- uh, previously, and now he has a, she has a new boyfriend, and he was stalking her, and- um, Sheck West was stalking yeah, her. Yeah, Sheck West, sorry. Sheck West was stalking her, and then I guess they jumped- her, her friends, and her boyfriend, which is her boyfriend. They didn't Goldman. jump them. They was like harassing them. I don't know. She said they jumped him. That's what that one post said. Remember? Yeah, that they, I don't know. I I didn't really read. It. Oh my I mean, god! I <laughs> saw I saw her like harassment or like yeah, he put his hands on. A, I don't know what the fuck they did. Yeah, I don't think there was no hands put on anyone. It was just like they was harassing. But him. it wasn't him. I heard. I heard he sent people to go fuck them up. <laughs> I don't know. What's going That's on. worse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, so she followed a restraining order against him. I just heard there were text messages to OG Chase B or some shit to like go protect him. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Wow. What is, <laughs> like Justine Sky texted Chase B to go protect her. And he's like, I, he's got, like, you. I got you. I got people I'm coming send, down. I got them sending the goons right now. Yo, somebody get Chase B. We're going to get here. <laughs> it's just messy. It's just messy everywhere. I think it's a wrap if all those, if all those allegations are true. Of him beating her up and shit, shit like that comes out, like pictures of her beat up in the previous past. I think it's a rap for the man, for Shaq. Yeah, I think it's a rap already after the <laughs> album, bro. Yeah. I mean, what is he? I feel like he's the new designer, no? Yeah, how, how old is uh, Shaq? Yeah, man. Yeah. How old is Shaq? Right? Yeah, he's um, he's young. Like right? 20, Obama's like the Obama's the new panda. Yeah, but yeah. are y'all playing anything else from Shaq West? I did live Shaq West, die Shaq West. That shit hits pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. that shit. Well, he I has mean, one more hit than Panda. Then uh, designer, so he's not. He's kind of like the second version, the two point I don't know, but like live Sheck West, die Sheck West. That shit ain't gonna last. That's like uh, Timmy. What is it? Timmy, Timmy Turner. Turner. <laughs> Timmy That's Timmy like Turner. it's Timmy Turner. <laughs> Damn, that was a new bad. designer. That was a rough record. I don't think Sheck West can come back, man. I don't I think mean, so either. What was his? Well, he was on no bystanders. What did he? What was he doing? He was just uh, singing, mumbling. Fuck the club up. <laughs> Fuck That's the- him. <laughs> And he was doing, and he was saying, "Bitch!" in the background, <laughs> right? He was doing, "Fuck the club!" Yeah, I don't think I don't think he has another one. I think he's done. That's his ad lib, huh? That's his go-to ad lib. Bitch! Shut! Bitch! Yeah, that break. Yeah, on mobile. <laughs> I mean, God bless him, man. He's capitalizing like crazy. He was just out here in Vegas for performing. what? Performing? He was performing at Marquee. Oh yeah, for really? Super Bowl yeah. weekend. Yeah. And he was wearing the same shit he was wearing the night before. Yeah. Super. <laughs> Really? Super Bowl yeah. weekend in Vegas was so dead. It was, yeah, it just was dry. It was dry. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. yeah. Pause. I think you had the best gig. I'm just going to put that out well, there. Don't I, what gig did you no, have? No, I don't. Wait, wait, what gig did I have? <laughs> you did a breakfast. 
<laughs> oh, I did Rhino. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. Rhino. <laughs> she was I'm, I'm not that. mad at that gig. Yeah. I'm not mad at yeah, that gig. That's what I'm You had the best gig. <laughs> that was that fun. Was, that was a fun night. But, yeah, I mean, I think Super Bowl in Vegas is usually a big weekend. Yeah, it's usually it used like to be. good because people would come here to gamble and bet on the game. So it usually draws, like, the, the betting crowd. But I, f- I feel like when Friday night came – or like the end of Friday night came and I was talking to like like one of the managers at this nightclub and he broke it down. He was just like, I guess we didn't anticipate people actually going to Atlanta, but everyone went to Atlanta mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, geez, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. But it, it has to be because where's the Super Bowl usually? Like in a wax city? No, no I think it depends. Really. I think. Well, last year was, uh, was it Minneapolis? Yeah, no one want to yeah. go to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I'm freezing. saying? How yeah. cheap is Atlanta to go and stay there too? Did we talk about this already? No, no, oh, okay. no we didn't. No. How cheap is Atlanta? Because I think that's a factor too. No, I just think Atlanta is like a fun fucking city. Yeah. Like there's mad strip clubs there. Mm-hmm. There's like mad artists there. Yeah. Like you want to go to there's a Super Bowl in Atlanta. You don't yeah. want to go Super Bowl in Minneapolis. Yeah, and I think in the past they've been like cities that just don't really have much going. Like like he said, like Jamie said, last year was in Minneapolis. I think the year before that was in Glendale, Arizona. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the year before that was San Francisco. Yeah, so of course, of course, motherfuckers are going to fly to Vegas Atlanta's for Super Bowl. Like, yeah, Atlanta's I, popping. I, I guess we're the second city after the whatever city that's in. After yeah. Glendale. Glen, what, Glendale? What you it's about Arizona? an hour outside of Phoenix. Yeah, ain't nobody want to go to. First of all, no one wants to go to Phoenix. For <laughs> and Super the, year before, <laughs> the year before was San Francisco. Yeah, that's not too bad. I don't even know if that's well, too, it's, it's not yeah, even, but it, it's, but there's it nothing like going a, out. They ain't like a party city like yeah. that. I would still want to go to Vegas for Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love but Atlanta, it. Atlanta, and Atlanta. I might want to go to Atlanta for Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like not Miami, for, I'm gonna go to Miami oh, yeah. for Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. too. But yeah. let's not forget Atlanta. Um, Jermaine Dupri had like a full week of concerts uh, that he yeah, kind of yeah. curated, and he like he did events and all this shit. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I would have gone. And they had a brand new stadium. Like they just had everything working. Like this is the first year that stadium. Vegas was dead, man. Yeah. That shit was... I like, was expecting it to be busy. Just from my gigs, I was like, oh, it's going to be a good weekend. That was like a... Yeah. Four, that's yeah. like 4th of July in Vegas when everyone thinks 4th of July is going to pop and it's dead. It never yeah. pops. Yeah. It's always fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. I've learned that that's just a family weekend. Yeah. Like, that's just like the time where people bring their kids and they're not trying mm-hmm. to go out. Yeah. But yeah, they, but that, that rhino shit was fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love DJing, like, for strippers. This is the best shit, man. And yeah. you had breakfast. Not mad at I, I didn't eat, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I always, I always wonder. So, like, when you DJ at a strip club, do you let the song ride longer just in case they're doing lap dances? Well, I asked them. I asked the manager, and I said, "Like, uh, do you need me to play three minutes because because I don't want to ruin a yeah. customer's experience <laughs> exactly? Because a, a lap dance is usually three minutes, right? Yeah. So you three I to four it. minutes. <laughs> You're an expert. So I don't want like if I was oh, a customer." Yeah. And the DJ was quick mixing, and the dancer was like, "Well, that's your one. That that was your dance. That shit was like thirty seconds." I'd be like, "Yo, about to I, kill I the DJ." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was in the main floor. I thought you had they had you like in the. They didn't uh, have me in the main main floor, but I was in like oh, they okay. had me. They had, they had me pumped into the uh, that side room. The the no the, the, the side new, room, but the, 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 the other new room. Yeah, so Rhino has yeah. expanded. So <laughs> if if Rhino was America. <laughs> Rhino has opened up Canada, so now they yeah. have a, like yeah. they have a, a new. Uh, room. So you were in Canada. <laughs> so, just, so basically, Rhino has become North America. They have Canada, Canada. and they have North Alaska. America and America. Yeah. 
and they have Alaska. Alaska would be the private room, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they had me DJing in Alaska, but they were pumping the music through Canada. Yeah. Uh, right? I got you. Uh, you understand? Yeah. But North America was was still the the main room. The main room. Candy to the stage. Candy to so the you stage. Didn't get, you didn't get on yeah. the mic. And said, "Candy to the oh, stage." Man, you know what, man? I wanted to get on the mic so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, your next gig right now. I'm going. I just want to laugh. If I was drunk, if I was like, if I was drinking, drinking, I would have gotten on the mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been kind of ill. I would have asked for people's names too. You didn't talk to the to the ongoing club. I mean, the the stripper DJ. I huh? mean, the DJ that's there on the regular. You didn't speak to him. Oh yeah, I was speak. Yo, I was speaking to him. Yeah. Um. Any any like crazy breakdown he gave? He was breaking shit down for me on how to DJ in a strip club and what they play and how they mix it up. For the life of me, I don't fucking remember I what know. he said, but <laughs> I can see that. But I know that they were using virtual DJ. Oh, okay. I wonder why. Uh with, I don't think they need to mix equipment, like or is it just all on, on a computer? But you, you on know a computer what? software? Huh? Just the computer software or is it like a, a still like a controller? There was like a fucking desktop in there. And they were using the desktop. Well, yeah, they don't have to mix. They just fade in and out, right? Fade in and out of records. Yeah, I don't think so. I and was they, mixing, though, but yeah. yeah. And they I mean, let the whole record run in, in the main. They, I mean, three to four minutes, but yeah. I mean, he was he was telling me some shit, and I, oh, man, I forgot. I should have wrote some of that shit down, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's okay. It really and your next, your next gear will go, and I'll write down the notes for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do want to know how much they get paid, though. Like the, the, the DJ. Yeah, because the DJ supposedly takes $20 from every dancer. Really? So every time a dancer goes on stage, they get $20. So, so might, it's basically, so good, like right? a dancer, so like, you know when they're like, candy to the stage, candy to the stage. So like, candy will go to the stage, right? Mm-hmm. She'll go to the DJ booth, and I think she'll tell him, can, can you play this song while I'm on stage? Yeah. Oh. And then she'll give him $20. Mm. Now, if a dancer uh, is with like a high roller, like a whale and a, like a dude who's paying her like maybe 500 to sit with him. Uh-huh. She'll give the DJ $40 to skip her. Ah. Okay. So she doesn't have to go. Yeah, so she doesn't have to go on stage. So she can stay with her client. Exactly. Yeah. So she it's just like, well, I'm going to lose $40. So basically this is what happens. She pays $20 <laughs> to the DJ, right? Uh-huh. So she goes on stage. The DJ plays her shit, probably like two to three songs or whatever. But she should be making like eighty to two hundred dollars in tips yeah. from singles, from ones, mm-hmm. people throwing her ones yeah. and shit, right? Yeah. So she should come off of that, right? Um, so that's why I think they they tip off the DJ. Yeah. Mm. Now if they don't want to go on stage, I think they just over tip the DJ like forty to fifty dollars, and then they stay with their bigger client, and they maybe do a lap dance in the back, or they just hang out with their client. Yeah. But. I'm wondering what, like, three to four minutes in an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Is that 15 to 20 dances? It's about, it's like about 15. Bucks. Yeah, huh? like 15. 15 dances. 15, 15 dances, dances yeah. times 20, Yeah. right? So that's 500. No, that's, no, wait, no, I'm that's sorry. 300, that's 300. 300 yeah. That's 300 in an hour, right? <laughs> yeah. 300 times eight hours? 2,100. 24, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, you Give right, or take, we'll just close it at two grand. I mean, huh? give on or top take of probably like an hourly? Yeah, two grand. Maybe on top of his regular 500 to eight. Maybe he's making three to four grand a, a night on a weekend. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's not like bad. candy to the stage. Candy <laughs> to the stage. Yo, 
Um, I could be wrong with this breakdown, so you know. yo is whale uh, a strip club term or did you just come up with that? Whale is a, is a, is a gambling term, right? Oh okay. yeah, it's like a high roller. Okay, it's cool. a high roller, like okay. a big like a whale. There's like little fish. There's a big fish, and then there's, <laughs> there's a whale. A, the big whale. Mm. Right. Wow, right, what, what were you thinking? He pointed at me when he said whale. He's like a big whale. <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was a point that guy. I'm joking. Like whale, like uh, like a dude with a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, you what do you call it? You might have to become a strip club DJ, bro. I mean, it kind of looks like you know the lyrical break. I mean, the the breakdown. <laughs> it I mean, was fun, not, man. Uh, it was just it's just fun, like playing shit that. Uh, what did I play? I played that one twelve with uh, Little Zane. Anywhere. Boom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. That's a great strip club record. I guess. No, because I remember the video. I remember the video, and it was like a strip club scene. Was Cardi B like a hot? Artists for them to choose like the strip club i don't well, i forgot what the strippers i mean i know i played nice and slow usher uh-huh and mm-hmm. i never seen everybody sing like everybody like the guys who were getting a dance were singing it oh, the, the chicks that were dancing for the guys were singing it uh-huh and i played like the whole song because they were so like, into uh, a lot of like stripper friendly records like, i was just yeah i just wanted to hear I'm stripper shit. stripper but i want to hear stripper shit that i want to see strippers dancing to yeah and shit. yeah <laughs> i was playing that did you shit. ever play clean versions no, what, in a strip club? No, I swear every time I go, they're playing clean versions. No, I don't know not, if that's man. all they're... At what club? <laughs> Which <laughs> strip club are you talking man. Every time I go, they're playing clean versions of yeah, rap songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know and where I'm he's like, going, man. I don't know, yeah, right. He's probably going Watch, to... Watch, uh, next, time, next time we go have a drink... He's probably going to Canada room and not the North America room. It, I'm like, why is there like clean versions in a strip club? I don't. I never understood that. I remember I DJ the um, crazy... Crazy horse, crazy horse, crazy horse. Uh-huh. and one of the strippers asked me to play um, "Slab on My Knob." Yeah, mm, good choice. And the uh, manager's like, "Don't play that song." Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, and I'm like, "What?" But we in the strip club. What's why? The difference. <laughs> like, like why all of a sudden the etiquette, the etiquette in a strip mm, club? Like, like all of a sudden, <laughs> one of the customers is gonna be like, "Oh, slab on my So it's okay to get your dick sucked. Yeah. So it's okay to get your dick sucked yeah. here. Uh, so yeah. You gonna fin somebody in a strip club? <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to the This Is America topic for a little bit? Yeah. Because I was just, I was baffled that it won, and I didn't understand how that could possibly be record of the year and out, out well, get, well, get outvoted by, like, God's well, plan. Well, don't you, think, uh, don't you think it has to do with the fact that the message itself? Yeah. And about I, gun, I like, gun control. I didn't think about that until you said it. And, sh- and gun control and, like, shooting black kids yeah. and black people. And the police and the state of America right now. It won yeah. three Grammys, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Grammys? Are Wait, what Grammys? was the third Grammy? It was record uh, of the year. Best year. Best video. Video and song. Record, video. Video song. of the year definitely needs to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Song of the Usually song of the year means writing, right? Yes. I don't know how they won for I think writing. Re- never had broken down before. I think record of the year. Record is the actual. Is the artist. Is the performance. And the song yeah. of the year is the song writing. Song is the writing. writing. Yeah. I don't know how it won song of the year. That's my only thing. I yeah. thought it was a good song. Man. Yeah, but yeah. like the writing, the writing in there was good because no one knows yeah. what he's saying. Don't catch it slipping up. Don't catch me <laughs> tripping up. <laughs> Him and go like whoa, like what? <laughs> and that, like, that's what I'm saying. The writing yeah. itself. It could, but yeah. what it was it? One song of the year. What was it up against? Record of the year. I can understand. Song of the year was up against uh, All Stars by Kendrick Lamar. Boot up by LMA. God's Plan by Drake, 
In My Blood by Sean Mendez, The Joke um, by Tim somebody, The Middle and Shallow by Lady Gaga. It wasn't much of a competition. With, Shallow, with Lady lyrics. Gaga. That the writing was way better than fucking the This Is America. If God's, God's plan, plan was even yeah, better than I that. I would have been yeah. okay with God's plan. I was good with All Stars by Kendrick Lamar. I think the Gaga Shallow should have won Record of the Year because the performance on that record was amazing. But it, they they win for I know they won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. I but forgot what category. It's probably best song from a soundtrack or something, right? Maybe like for a best contemporary yeah, yeah. song or whatever. But, but yeah. from what I think for uh, for performance, like a record performance, mm-hmm. I think Gaga killed that shit. Yeah. And as far as like a song of the year, I would say God's plan killed it. But you could you could you would be okay with it with this is America winning video of the year. Of course, yeah. it definitely deserves oh, wait. to win that. It shit. also won rap song performance. So it won four Grammys. Yeah, who? This is America. Yeah, See, that's crazy to me, man. Yeah, I mean, like a rap song performance that that should have gone to like a Jordan Lucas or somebody yeah. else. And maybe our view is a little bit jaded because we're DJs and we we our time for playing it was short lived. Like, I probably played it for, like, two weeks. I played Maybe. it longer. I played it kind of during the summer. That shit never I tried worked, though. That shit never worked. I had man. to get out of it, though. That shit never worked. <laughs> it never worked. Do you yeah. use the original or, like, an edit? Like, I'm, a redrum? I played the original. I have a question. If you were with a girl, right? Yeah. And you have a... Shut up. If you are <laughs> with a girl and you have moves, right? Uh-huh. Like, you have your own moves. Like, you kiss, you kiss the shorty's ear. You know, you massage your back. You have all of these moves. If this, Ameri- if this is America was a move, wouldn't you just have go- not used that move ever? You'd be like, I'm never using that, that move. So you <laughs> <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> I don't get that whole concept. Because, like, yo, this, like, is this, is a, listen, this is America's. This is America's not going to get you laid, is what I'm trying to say. Like, It's not going to have you fuck. <laughs> The, the dance floor. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, just wa- I'm wondering, what are you? It's one it? of those joints that I would have been like the first time I used like my boy room. Like, yo, you know what? You gotta try this move. It's called This Is America. Like, this is how you do it. And I would have tried it on this shorty, and she would have been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I would have been like, "Oh, okay." So you would, <laughs> she would try to shadow. And then I was, this, you would try the Lady Gaga shadow move. Yeah, I, I would have gotten. I would have gotten that shit. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you're crazy. So, fucking record of the year right there. <laughs> I would have definitely got some. I would have got some from Shala. 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 But no, I'm saying you, you understand what I mean. I see what you're saying. The man. problem is this. Is we really. I say that because I kept trying that record knowing that it didn't work every time. Yeah. So like I felt like an idiot. Every time. Every time I did it. And I was wondering why am I trying this move when it's not getting me laid? The girl, like the girl, is getting up and she's I leaving. See what you're saying, man. <laughs> you understand? So it never worked for you, huh? That song never worked for you. Never. But I had to sell the shit out of it. I had to be on the mic, like, yo. But when like, you I, sold, I, I don't even know worked. what to say. And it was like it was all white people dancing and black people watching the white people dance to this shit. <laughs> Doing the moves? <laughs> Am I wrong? That was the most of the. It was the most of the situation on the dance floor when I, mean, I played. It, this it is America. It wasn't a club banger, whatever. It did work once in a while. But am yeah. I wrong that it was a lot of white people dancing to that shit? Yeah. This so you is America. Don't catch me tripping up, and then black people looking at the white people like, for real, you singing this shit? It's like gentrification. Well, what is like the main criteria for a Grammy? Is this is it sales combined with some other like? I mean, it's like a combination of both sales. Yeah. Um, popularity, yeah. airplay. But, but I give you this, man. Here's another thing to talk about. Mm. 
What this is America? Where is it on the Hot 100 right now? It's not even on the Hot 100. Okay, so my thing is, anytime a a song wins four Grammys, Song of the Year, we talked about that. We didn't. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Anytime a song uh, a song wins Record of the Year, Song of the Year, what is it? Best Rap Song of the Year and Best Video. That usually. There's usually a spike no, in no, sales. Not really, not in singles. It's usually album ah, sales. Man. Album well, sales spikes up a bit, not the singles. Here's here's the only thing. I think with four Grammys, there should have been a spike in that song. Yeah, because that it happened with Kendrick when he won. He he had a crazy spike. I mean, album sales. No, but when when um what song? humble humble when humble like he it, no I'm sorry when um the Black Panther soundtrack came out, it affected Kendrick's sales. For for the album with humble on it, like everything made had a. But that, you talking about winning the, after winning the Grammy? Yeah, that's another. Yeah. Did we talk about something else? Okay, we talk about something else. No, but I I think it should have it should have promoted more sales, but I just don't think that song. Like I think people went and been like, oh man, this won four Grammys. Let me listen to it. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, because if you just listen to that song, if we heard that song and we did not see the the visuals for it. I don't think it would have had any kind of impact. Come on, man. It's not in the no. 100, bro. Huh? I just checked 100 songs. It's, it's not, not, right? 100, no. Yeah. I looked up on iTunes, and it was like 150. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, the Cardi B money song that she performed, that shit shot up to like the top 10. But that, that song is still hot. That song is still It new. wasn't doing that well. But it, it came out in December. Yeah, but it so wasn't it was doing little, that well. It was, it was like kind of like bubbling. Dude, like up and down, up money and down. was probably like. But now it's like kind of, it's getting popular now. Money was like maybe 30, 40. Mm-hmm. What's another song that fucking shot up after they won too? This uh, year, a Post Malone shit like Post Malone shit went up. Post Malone Wow went up. Yeah, I mean, but that was still new. These songs are new. We that's not come, that's not because of a fucking Grammy. No, bro. but as a as an artist, I think it shot up. But it's still new. Like I said, yeah. it came out in December. We in February right now. Yeah, no, I don't see no song that was nominated shot up or performed at the at the Grammy shot up at all. Just yeah, money. Money went, was at thirteen last week, and now it's at sixteen. So it but shot it up did shot up and it yeah, went yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, money. I mean, but maybe it's because there was a performance. Yeah, I yeah. No, nah, performance is different than winning. I don't know, man. I can't even picture him doing a. a I maybe he could be, man. Do a performance of "This Is America," but he it would require him to just do the dances. That would be the yeah. Get yeah. the same dances. And have it the would same be background. Like a huge, yeah. like scene on stage. Like yeah. Then would it would have just been a Beyonce show. Yeah. Where the music is kind of secondary and it's just like a spectacle, or it's like a like a Circus Soleil show. Yeah, Circus Soleil by Childish Gambino. <sighs> this is America. I still think he's very talented. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think uh, you're not sold in a lot of shit. Or I mean, I just don't think that. I think it's more pot. Like I think we end up liking people and putting them on a pedestal and and really. Uh, championing or just like really becoming fans of these people but it's not necessarily based on the music yeah mm. and that's why I, I'm talking about Meek mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and mm. then another thing that comes up to mind is like Travis Scott like we all want Travis Scott to win but at the same time like he doesn't need to be on a Super Bowl yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and even his Grammy performance, like with the with the cage, that shit was whole, unnecessary. Like, I think that was like one of the worst performances. The orchestrated the mosh pit. Yeah, like I just think like that. The, like there's a certain appeal to mm-hmm. Travis Scott. I think there's a definite talent. Uh, there's a talent. There's a giftedness to it all. 
but I think when it's set in these different environments or in these, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he's trying to infiltrate, like, the pop charts or, like, pop America, I don't think that works. Mm-mm. And I think he, I don't think, it loses its mystery and its appeal, and then it just gets broken down into, like, if we had to break it down to, like, just raw talent, yeah, I think then it's missing something. But if I look at it from, like, a studio, musical, innovative perspective mm-hmm. i would say it's it is it is very innovative when he gets put does that in make those, sense yeah because yeah. when he gets put in those settings he gets exposed a little bit yeah because you see his weaknesses you see that it doesn't translate right but if he's at a at his at a festival or a concert or his t- own tour then it kind of makes sense it's kind of mm-hmm. like this and i'll break this down uh, you know what here's the best comparison i can i can do i love wu-tang yeah. I, we all love Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. How would a Wu Tang performance look on the Grammys? I think it would look like a hot mess. <laughs> I've I, I've seen Wu Tang perform on Jimmy Kimmel, and it was kind of it's a it hot mess. Awful, awful to see. Do you, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to me, I get it that if I told my mom like, "Yo, Wu Tang's my favorite group," and she's like, "Okay, they're gonna perform at the Grammys," and she saw that, she'd be like. I don't know what that was, but that didn't deserve to win Grammy. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean that Wu Tang sucks. Yeah. Or that doesn't mean Wu Tang isn't amazing. I just think in that setting, it doesn't make any sense, and that's that's how I feel about Travis Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But and then sometimes when I see his live shows, sometimes I want him to just not be so much about the energy and the hype, and just actually like perform the song well. Yeah. But I think. And then, him. like, hire hype men. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, look at DMX. DMX was like, he would just be him on stage and he would perform. Mm-hmm. But, but he DJ- sounded amazing. Yeah. And he had the same energy. Mm-hmm. And oh, he yeah. had the same presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone keeps showing that, um, is it Lollapalooza with DMX on stage? I think and he was just uh-huh. killing it. And there was, like, white people, like, mosh pitting and shit like that. Oh, no, was it sure. where it looks like it's endless? It's Woodstock. It's Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. 1999. I mean, that's, that's crazy to me. But his vocals, and he wasn't using the TV track, and he sounded exactly like the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and then when you see Travis Scott, there has to be some control there to care about how it sounds audibly and not just energy-wise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because at some point, you're you're... Your fans are gonna get older. They're not gonna be able to mosh. Exactly. So when they when they go to see you, they want to see someone who's performing the record and sounding amazing, and not just wilding the fuck out. Like, remember, like we I would see designer performing or any of these new rappers performing and they're rapping over a TV track. Yeah. And they're just kind of jumping around, <clears throat> jumping into the crowd. Like, yeah. how how the fuck is that sustainable? In like ten years, yeah, longevity. I don't yeah, think it is. That's like, why. That's what I'm saying is that to me, Travis has to work on actually sounding good and creating like creating like a great audio soundtrack for the evening. Yeah. On top of the energy and shit like that. Otherwise, it's not going to last because, yo, your your crowd's going to get older. They're not going to want to mosh. Yeah. And then you're going to be on stage, like trying to get them to mosh, and they're going to look at you like, yo, fam, like. Why don't you just perform the songs and make it sound good? I mean, even I, like, I'm I'm a Travis fan, you know, Travis Scott fan, and I don't even think in five years I would pay for a show, but I would still pay 
for a top dollar show for DMX right now. And just because I just think the way he sounds, I've seen him freestyle, and it just I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just think the like, longevity is crazy with the way you like, sound and performing. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it's hard to say, like you're saying, people don't want to mosh, mosh pit when they get a certain age. I mean, you look at like these punk rock shows with like a Billy Idol or something. Right. He still had those, his fans, they're like fucking 50, 60, 50 years old. They still enjoy yeah, his music. He's singing the songs. Yeah, yeah and he mm-hmm. sounds like the fucking original song. This is Travis Scott like, what did I say? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Right? right. Yeah. But, yeah. And then like, you know somebody. Except it's auto-tuned out. It's everything auto-tuned. You know somebody yeah. else? Uh, Busta Rhymes. Like, I feel like he sounds exactly with the energy, the way he sounds on records. And he's still moshing. That's and true. Yeah, so I think mm-hmm. another, you know, Busta Rhymes is something like that, too. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying. He doesn't sound nothing alike, so his he should focus on His vocals. Or hire singing. somebody with a better, I don't know. Using less auto-tone. Engineer during so the shows. For the Super Bowl, right? Sickle Mode was, like, probably the worst song he could have ever picked. Yeah. Because when he raps on Sickle Mode, he's so calm. Yeah. Right? That beat, boom, boom. Boom, but that's boom, the song everybody knows boom. him from. Like. Yeah. yeah, someone said all of that. It's mad mellow. Yeah, but it just hits the youth a lot harder, so they're yeah. wilding the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, but musically, it doesn't sound like a hype fucking record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for him to rap it hype, yeah. is already gonna fuck up the vocals for that record. But he's like the hip hop rock star. That's just his thing. So like everything he does is gonna be predicated. But on I'm for saying that at some point he's got to yeah. worry about the audible. But even rock stars sound good. Like they don't sound distorted as a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, who's like the fucking most crazy? Like isn't Ozzy Osbourne sounded fucking good live, right? Even he, Metallica. He made money for the rest till his like fifties on live shows because he sounded good. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna go that far. I think Kiss had a show here in, in Vegas like a couple of days ago. And it was packed out, and I seen videos, and they sound great too. I don't know. It just and they were like horrible musicians in the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Kiss. so. Yeah. And then Metallica is another like they're distorted, they're like all over your face, and it's like they sound great in, in live too because I seen them once. I think it's. Uh, I just think he. I know he can do it, but at some point there has to be there has to be work put into the just the music yeah. itself, live the live performance of the music. Mm-hmm. That's got to matter. My question is, like, why don't you hire Mike Dean? Mike like, Dean is with him the every show. Why, okay, then what is his land on, on Travis Scott or Mike Dean? Because Mike I Dean... Think, uh, Travis I, Scott would not be anywhere without Mike Dean. Yeah, because Mike Dean did Pablo, and I was sitting next to the, the booth where he was sitting at, and he looked like he was on his shit. So then who does his land on, on Travis, on how he wants shit to be done? Kanye isn't yelling and out of breath and running around everywhere... I mean, he is running around, but he still is rapping, and he still yeah. he he still sounds the way he sounds. And the dope part would be like when Kanye is like doing a rant, and then like Mike Dean is turning his rant into like music. Yeah, you would hear that, right? Because he did. Because he'd be like, "I told you, I ain't fucking with Nike no more. I ain't fucking with Nike no more." It would like the auto tune would make his voice sound like that. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. but even like he did Yeezus at the Pablo show, and he sounded great, and that's pretty distorted that comes down to the music and the thing is it's Travis someone that needs to just work with Travis Scott on like yeah, so I, yeah. on actually just like on the, the live shows and shit 
He needs to hire Dougie, Dougie Fresh to come and help. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> Remember the making of the band? Where he used to always bring Dougie Fresh to help with live performances? <laughs> no, no, they brought Wycliffe out. Wait, no, I'm a, I'm a crazy, <laughs> was that right? the Was it making the band? <laughs> making the band? The first one? No, yeah. no. The one Diddy would bring out Dougie Fresh. Like, yeah, Dougie Fresh is, a, is the number one <laughs> live performer. No, he's he gonna show you how to do this. You know what I'm saying? He's from he's old school. <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle's kid is funny. <laughs> when he jumps in the security's back. <laughs> Yo, it's Cambodian milk, man. Cambodian breast milk. I think it's false. Yeah, I got a question. I've been learning like some new slang. Ooh. Yeah. So I wanted to know if you guys knew what the new slang was. Let's hear it. So. I don't know. If, like I already kind of mentioned this in my Instagram, but ghosting. Yeah, man, you didn't. I'm surprised you didn't know what you that didn't was. know what ghosting. I didn't know mean. what it was. I I knew I knew what it was. Of course you did. You're a yeah. millennial. Did you Ghost- know what ghosting was? <laughs> I mean, I've heard it. I've used it. I think. What you, do you mean you've used it? Like the term ghosting? Yeah. You used it like you actually ghosted somebody or? Yeah. Am like, I a moron that wait, I don't know what wait, ghosting wait, wait, is? Wait, I want to hear about this ghosting. What did you do? Like you ghost someone, like like you ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's basically what it is. Yeah. No, but. I don't think you knew how crazy it got. I think you knew the the term of it, but I don't think you knew no, no, no. Let's how break, crazy well, let's it got. Break, let's break it down. Let's break it down to what it is. Because mm-hmm. I was shocked. Okay. So, like, if you have a one night stand and you don't call the one, and you don't you don't want the cur- like, if I have a one night stand with a girl and I, and I ignore her calls, that's not ghosting. No. If I date a girl, yes, for like nine months. <laughs> She knows where I live, right? Uh-huh. I know where she works. She knows where I work. I know intimate details about her life. She knows intimate details about my life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just decide, shit, I'm not really fucking with this. So you ghost for a week. So I ghost, which means I block her number. I block her from all my social media. Yeah. And what do I have to do? I have to holler at all my boys to block her too? I think that's a procedure, yes. No, it's just ghost. Nah, you don't got to involve your boys. Oh, you know it. what? You, if you're out with you. your boys, yo, don't post me. What? Yeah, for she won't see where we this, are. That sounds ridiculous to me. Yeah. It's the new age, man. This is your generation. Yes, Chris? We have a new intern here. His name is Chris. His name is Chris. Shout out to Chris. Do you do, do you do this in high school and shit? Or have you ever been ghosted? How do you ghost someone in high school when you got to see them in school? You can't do that shit. Are you, that's yeah, you just avoid it. I don't know. Like, there's no. Is it because you don't want to have the confrontation of like, yo, I'm not really feeling you anymore? Yeah. So you yeah, fake exactly a sickness. But I don't think you have to bring your homies into it. Nah. See. But what if they? She hits up your homies, and they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, they just hit you with the. Uh, they just, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, that's a real He's homie. Though. That's shit. procedure though. Like, low key, not really going through some shit. I think if anybody's looking for somebody of my homies, I'm be like, I don't know. So wait, but when no. you ghost a girl in high school, right? Doesn't that I'm make not her? High school, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, in, <laughs> when did you ghost the girl in high school? Did you ghost? Did that you that term, did that you term wasn't used. I don't think when he was in high school. No, I think it was more recent. Honestly, more recent, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. People said they've been ghosting no, for like five I, years I, and shit. I'm no, like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, they have, but not in high school, probably. It's more like they just brought up more now. And yeah. yeah. All right, so now when you ghost somebody, yeah, if you bump into that chick, she she's gonna want to kill you. No. Nah. They understood. So. They un- there's an understanding with the ghosting. No, there's no understanding. They're just they just give me dirty looks. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no. They just give me dirty you know looks. Just He's like, too young to ask. Never. I mean, He's not uh, too young. Darren, said, y'all are you? doing that shit a lot, right? Yeah. It's I, a natural thing. 
Yeah, like you, so. you, it's a reflex. You don't break up with girls. You just ghost. Yeah. It's not even about that. Wait. No, it is about no, that. No, listen, here's what I'm thinking ghosting. Isn't it ghosting? Like, say you meet a girl, you exchange numbers, and she texts you, but you don't text her back. No. This is you have you date them. That's a form of ghosting. That's another. It is. That's a form of ghosting. More so on that was like the ghosting is not that not like in your relationship. Exactly. But 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 I'm talking about the ghost. See to me that's not ghosting. That's just like that's like. That's the. Are you talking about a one night stand? No. Not even a one night stand. This is like you meet a chick and you exchange numbers, and she texts you and you just ignore her. That's not ghosting. That's level one. Level level one of ghosting. The one you're talking about. You're level nine. The one you're talking about. And that's because you don't want to say I don't want your number. No, that's like, no. You exchange the numbers. No, you like, just don't call her back or text her back. If you like, t- yeah. would, like took her on some dates and like you're chilling for a little bit and then you just like suddenly stopped and that's ghosting. Yeah. Because then she'll hit you with like, well, what's good? Like, what happened? Where you been? And then you just be like, yo, I'm just been like no, chilling. You know, I've been you working. Don't, yeah. You don't return the call back. Yeah, you, you just even, ignore it. Yeah, you don't. That's ghosting. Yeah. Left her on red tips. Because what is it? It's just like convenient to ignore them. Yeah. But you're not really thinking about the aftermath. You're not thinking about yeah. No, you're not thinking about, you're not thinking about later. Maybe like in a month, I might want to smash it again. Nah. Okay. You can hit her back on like yo, I was tripping. So well, you don't. You guys don't break up with people. Or you do break up still. Like if you're with somebody for nine months. Yeah. Well, you kind of right about that because like low key they just like stop and then they come back. Like they don't even like say we're on a break type shit. So Damn. breaking up is like an old way of breaking up. Like actually breaking up. That's yeah. old. It's like foreign it's like, to people now. Yeah, kind of. That's why I'm I'm bugging the fuck but they, out. I don't, they don't consider that ghosting though. That's ghosting though, isn't it? Oh. I don't think my generation considers that ghosting. What? The, I think that is ghosting when you like. How you, you don't even know what ghosting is. How you? No, I'm just, but that's what I'm saying. You're with someone for. I'm telling you, there are girls. No, they explain, do that. There are girls explaining. That's a, a, a form of ghosting. Yeah. So there's levels to level ghosting. Level one. What is this? Attempted murder? Like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Here, hold on, Darren. Have you ghosted but somebody? Do you, wait, hold, Chris, on, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. Chris, do you think that's a little sick? Like breaking it down in your head is it a little yeah, sick? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up. Are you wasting my time, bro? Huh? I I hate people wasting my time. That's Same. a form of wasting my time. Have you ever been ghosted? Yeah. But how how does that work though? Uh, how we long? T- how long were you with the girl? I wasn't with her. We were talking for. By the way, I really appreciate you being transparent about this. Right, so we were talking for like mm, two to three months, probably max. <laughs> Did you smash? Yeah, and then after a while, I think it was more so because the summer was coming up that we just like, I she stopped hitting me up, and I'm the type of person like, yo, if you're not, you know, I'm gonna return the energy. So I just stopped hitting her up, and so it just, it's about options. She's like, summer's coming up. I've been working out. Yeah. I want some like new. I dick. want freedom. I'm good. I don't right. need this. I want to try cuffing some, season's over. I, so I want to try like, some new dick. Yeah. yeah, basically. And then it's like you either gonna chase it, but if you kind of see her energy like not hitting you back, like she used to hit you up in the morning or after she got out of class, and then you start seeing those that pattern for a week, you're like, oh. So you was like tetra her. She wouldn't touch yeah. you back. Fucking. Uh, wait, how bitch. many? How many? <laughs> how many? Wait, hey, I want to know. How do you confirm when it's an official ghost? When it's three texts? No, 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 no. So here's my procedure. I go ahead and a text. If I don't, if I get a text back, which I will, but it'll be like a delay for like two days, and you're like, okay, cool. And then you text her like, yo, what you doing this week? And she goes, yo, I'm busy. I got some, some going. But if on. she responds, she's not ghosting. Hold on. There's, okay. a, there's, there's a lead up. So then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, so you're busy this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then. 
you see her out and about and you do and you see her like in a different like space uh, and then you kind of get an idea and then you text her the next week and then if, if she, that's when she's gonna ghost you after she goes out and got it. she doesn't want to hit you back up got i mean it. have I'm, you been ghosted yeah i got a story here we go I got, yeah, I got <laughs> there with the stories this week i <laughs> met yeah. a i met a girl here she's from the bay sounds like a rap song i met a girl here <laughs> she's from the bay go ahead um we were like hanging out like I had went to the bed a couple of times. Yeah. She came here a couple of times. Mad cool. Um, actually, Jamie actually was around <gasps> because, w- w- remember SneakerCon? Yes. Sneaker, and I brought her with <gasps> oh, me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice so girl. we're like hanging out. And then literally, after the last time she came here, it was like crickets. Like, no text messages, so no you, phone calls. So you were calls, a Vegas nothing. dick? Pretty much. You were the flyer, wow. yeah. I, I flew her out, everything. Wow. Uh, so, so, that, so that's that. Hold on. No, but listen to this. <laughs> listen, to, listen to this. Hold on. Hold that's on. worse than Christian, I have a man. theory for that. That's okay, keep going. Listen to how even I got played even more. You got more. played, motherfucker. I got played even more. <laughs> you got played, nigga. <laughs> I got Please tell me you how fly got, out to see it. No, no, no. You no, 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 no. Did you fly out to see it? So, hold on, hold on. It turns out we had mutual friends yeah. in the Bay. So I remember I took her to my boy's sneaker store to get some kicks. Yeah. She told me it was for her brother. And it was for, for a man. Yeah. Whoa. It was for a dude. And my boy sent me a pic of him wearing it? Yeah. <gasps> and I was, I was like, yo, because I, I, I was like, we were like talking. I was like, yeah, bro, like I got her some shoes and everything for Fam. her brother. He was like, brother? She ain't got no brother. Wait. Fam, you got played on so many different levels that it's. That's not even ghosting. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. Yo, wow. she, she like she, to this day. She, she finessed is, you. To, to this she day, <laughs> I have not heard from this girl, bro. <laughs> to this day. Damn. To this day. Damn, man. I got like, to what, what, like, what was she? What was she? Spanish? Nah. Can't give it away. Can't Asian? give it away. She was like, just know it's his type. No. Oh. Yeah, just she was that. like, I think she was uh, like Filipino or something. Damn, like that. man. Yeah, wow. yo, that was not even ghosting. That's like fucking your in. No, town. but like literally after she left the last time, I have not heard from her. That's since. ghosting, isn't Wait, it? Wait, I remember this though. So how many after yeah. that sneaker con? Yeah, it was it was cuffing season. It was how, October. How much were the sneakers? Um, she bought them, but I just had my boy give her a discount. Oh, okay, I thought you oh, bought. I thought them. you bought. No, 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 I thought no. you bought them. But I got her. I got her like a hookup. Like y'all, yeah, you know what I mean. That's not the same. Uh, I thought you the same, but she was like, "Yo, like my." She was selling me. She was like, "My brother would love these." Damn, it's kind of fucking yeah, crazy, yeah, man. bro. And I was like, Shit, "Oh yeah, man. that's cool." Like, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even mad at girls ghosting guys, because I feel like we can deal with it. Yeah, I mean, literally after about a week of not hearing from her, I, I just gave up. I think it's kind of funny when girls ghost guys. Why is that? Because I think we kind of care, but we kind of don't. I, I think we're used to it. It's just like, ah, fuck it. On to the next one. Yeah, but I think it's I'm really, not gonna lie. I think it's fucked up to do to girls. Yeah. Because I just feel like the emotional investment that a, a girl can have in a relationship or a potential relationship I've, is I've, different from a guy for me. I think I've done it a couple of times. You've ghosted? Yeah. I've kind of ghosted too, but she was How crazy. did you ghost? You just don't... Call them back or return their calls. And you just say you busy. You ignore them, yeah. I done it too, but she was crazy. I had a reason. Like she was nuts. Like she was like, I, like we met, we met, and then I was. Uh, I think I. I but I don't. I don't think this is ghosting. What do you mean, like me not hitting her back? Yeah, I mean, 
I think that's a form of ghost. It's level it's like a, two. Yeah, but I think ghosting is like when you like. I'm more. You got better feedback from your Instagram post. Yeah, I want you to talk about the the well, job. No, I mean that like people ghosting job the jobs is crazy. Like literally going in for job interviews. And going in for the hiring process, HR shit, and then not showing up for work. I've done that before. <laughs> really? When I was younger, I went to a job interview at Barney's. <laughs> and I, I got the job, but it wasn't the position I wanted. And I went for the, I went one day, went through the... Um, Let me guess. You went in for sales and they gave you the warehouse. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I guess. <laughs> so I went into that one day and I was just like, yo, man, I can't do this shit. I went to... Um, Wait, I have another question. Was it because they didn't have like many black salesmen, or they did? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a higher Barney's at that time, maybe in the maybe, 90s. Maybe it could they have didn't been want that. like yeah. a black salesman. It out. could have been that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. I no, I seen worse shit. I seen people go for the job for like two weeks and then they just stopped going. So wait, so you just didn't show up? I went for the I went one day to um what is it um the warehouse. No, the, the first training? day, the first day of training. Okay. You're like, fuck this shit. I went through all the procedures, filled out all the papers, whatever. Got clocked in. I went there one day. I wasn't feeling it. I never went back. I didn't even call to let them know I wasn't coming back. I just, I didn't even take the money that actually that they pay. That actually happened to me too. Yeah. <laughs> I had a job at Nike mm-hmm. when I was in my first year out of high school, and I went for the sales, and they put me in the shipping and receiving. Damn. And I was like lifting all these heavy boxes and doing like <laughs> unloading the trucks. And I was like, God, oh, this ain't too bad, like whatever. And then I was, I was like, let me find a better job. I never really found a better job. So I ended up staying for like three months. Mm-hmm. And then one day I had to work and my boy was like, hey man, let's drive to Tijuana. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. And I just never called him and never showed up ever again. Damn. Damn. And then that was sucks. <laughs> it sucks because I always would want to go back and buy shoes, but I didn't want to like face them. It's like, <laughs> it's like an epidemic though, man. Like I think it's, it's becoming so standard in the workplace now mm-hmm. just because like uh yo chris you're like 20 right yeah. so people in your age group are literally growing into this this form of like communication which is ghosting it's become a new form of communication or anti-communication yeah so it's like a standard so why wouldn't i use it in business per- my personal life and everything right yeah yeah that's true it's just an easy way to out, get out without having to like actually deal with the deal with the drama, deal with the yeah. account, like be accountable for your actions yeah, exactly. and, and all the responsibility, right? Yeah. Because honestly, if you were gonna break up with a girl, that would be a good six hours, maybe. Yeah. Of and her crying to, yeah, or, or arguing shit. or some shit, right? Yeah. But you just don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, it's crazy. See, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's fucking. I think in the job places, it, I think it's. It's crazy, but I don't know, man. I wouldn't do it, huh? I don't. I wouldn't do it. It's fucked up. I just go. How the do job. you How do you do that if you're like kind of not a high profile, but like if you're a DJ and you yeah. have flyers, like why can't the shorty like I I would just be scared of the shorty showing, showing up. up. So mm-hmm. you kind of kind of have. To imagine you DJing and then like you're having a great time and then you look to your left and then she's just looking at you like crazy and you're like, <gasps> like oh my god, what, are you? <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing here? <laughs> Like security. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like and then she's just like nodding her head, like, okay, all right. Like yeah, I see you. This is what you're doing? And drink it, drink it, like, oh, this bitch is gonna throw me the drink. And she just stood there for like, what if, like, an hour, good hour? That's scary. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm like, I should never ghosted. 
I'm not. I'm not ghost material. I don't think we're in a position to you ghost. You can't ghost right now. Yeah, we're not in a, posi- in a position to ghost. Dude, she was, us? She yeah. was looking no for way. the podcast. <laughs> what? She should be looking for where we record at. Yo, how we're just too easily accessible. You can find us, man. Look and see where you we just DJing that. You were at Best Friend on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yo, she could walk straight through that spot and, yeah. and be waiting. No reservations. On you. you know what's <laughs> happened to actually a friend of mine who was fighting with his girlfriend at a pool party at Red Rock. He was DJing uh, the pool party there. Uh-huh. They were fighting. She, oh, she took his laptop and threw it in the pool. Oh, my Ooh. God. That's horrible. Damn. And she probably didn't even think twice. She didn't think twice <laughs> about that shit, yo. So if you didn't back that shit up, like the computer. Like, what are you even doing? God bless. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, imagine, a sh- like, if you go somebody, just come up and just pour their drink all over your laptop, yo. Yeah. I should have never ghosted. Never we can't. We can't. Yeah. Do it. I can't do that shit. Nah, man. I'm fucking frightened now. I'm even more frightened of women now. <laughs> I'm fucking frightened of girls. You're bro. scared. I'm scared, man. They seem like I don't you know. When I got ghosted, I just kind of laughed. I was like, ah. Oh, okay. between, between the selfies, the ghosting, <laughs> the, I don't know, like this, the this crazy and this this whole Justin Smollett shit. Yeah, man. Like just lying and like I don't know what's real or not. I don't know what's can real we, on we, Instagram. I don't know what's real on the text. These girls like. I swear to God, I was I was talking with this one shorty the other night, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, you know, you should come out to Vancouver. You should come visit me. You can stay at my crib." Damn. And I was like, "Oh shit, you know, like gracious host." I was like, "Damn, that's crazy for real." She's like, "Yeah, you know." And we were like talking, we have deep conversations, and then she was hanging out with like my boy and like his other boys. I mean, and then she's like, "Yo, definitely, you know, blah 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 blah." And then meanwhile, like, she's she was like a twin or something, right? Mm-hmm. So her and her twin are like making out with my other boys. No way. <laughs> yeah. Right after this invite? No, I mean while they're talking in, in the oh, middle of the invite. You tell me about she's that. talking to me about going, taking me to Vancouver, or like me wanting, like, yo, let's like link up, and then she's just like being super flirtatious, and then making out with this other guy and one of my homies. How does that? Even and then coming over to me, and then kind of like pushing up on me so the whole time i'm just looking at her like oh yeah of course yeah vancouver vancouver sounds great like i'm just like <laughs> just kind of talking out my ass yeah but i'm just analyzing this whole situation and then i leave i end up leaving she's like well we should you know give me your number and i'm like i'll find you on instagram you know <laughs> and i end up leaving and my boys ended up running a train on her and her twin that's crazy yeah i was with you so like day. i don't i don't understand like yo like what what the fuck is going on in people's heads? Like what what is that? What do you like? What is this conversation we having? Was she just trying to like? And my boy like, was like, you? "Yo, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? We're gonna run, you know, we're gonna run a train. Like, hop on the hop, hop on, on the board. train. <laughs> <laughs> get on the train. You got your ticket, bro. Get your like, ticket. Get on the train. All friend. aboard. All aboard. <laughs> Damn it. And I think, and I couldn't go because I think we were driving to L.A. Or something. Yeah, the next, the next day. day I was with you. Yeah. So then I was like, I can't, man. I gotta go. And I, I need to get some rest. <laughs> so you would have, you would have went with them if you didn't have to go. No, to we, I'm not saying I would have went with them. No, we weren't going to LA. We just had some other shit to do. But no, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, we had to be up she's early. Giving my boy WAP, and I'm like, so how's Vancouver? How's Tell it me out about there? <laughs> How big is your house? <laughs> Dude, I just crazy think it's with weird. Yo, but what kind of person even? Right now? Like her psyche must have been. It's a weird time, man. I don't know. Crazy. I'm like, yo, all sloppy. nutty, all types of nutty. Like literally have a conversation, <laughs> literally, of, of like a conversation you're on some like intimate you're not shit. Frightened by women nowadays? Like the mental, the the where they are right now. I mean, 
I, I am tread, I crazy? I tread, am I I tread crazy? lightly. Am I crazy though? I no. think I think is the the industry we're in is tougher. I tread lightly because it's just Ooh, surroundings. Girl. I watch what I say. <laughs> I'm very careful of the you words. You watch I mean, I'd be scared of Darren. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm thoroughly frightened sometimes. I mean, I, I've gotten to that level of where I'm frightened, but for the most part, I'm not. <laughs> he loves the thrill. Yeah. Is, is there another I don't uh, know, man. term? The tables have turned, man. I'm like fucking frightened. Is there another like term <laughs> you want to go through? Uh-huh. And there's another new term you want to? Yeah, yo, I got a, a couple like other slang that I want to talk about, yo. Oh, okay. shit, yo. You never show me some DMs that's scaring the fuck out of me. <laughs> Are you getting harassed too? That's another story. Oh, yeah. Never's getting harassed. Black Panda's getting harassed. Yeah, man. No, man. I don't know, man. Shit is frightening. Um, I gotta. I want to clear up another piece of slang. Mm-hmm. Let's hear. All right, dub. I heard it before. I'm not no, familiar. Dub. It's like it's a dub. It's like it's dead. It's, it's dead. Like, yeah, it's like it's not like that's a dub. Like it's. Like, okay, like it's a rap? It, yeah, it's a rap. It's, it's not, lame. It's lame. It's not worth it. See, I didn't. I never heard of that term before. Never heard of that term before. Chris, have you heard this term? Dub. Yeah, but I didn't, we didn't use it like that. Yeah. See, so what's your term is like short for W? Yeah, it's a win. It's a win. It's a That's what I was confused with. Oh, I mean, there's a there's, there's a two way. There's, there's a, a W. And the dub is a sports reference, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yo, man, I'm gonna see you on court. We getting all the dubs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we got dubs today. Yeah. And then there's the other joint where like, yo, you heard that new meek? Yeah, that's just a dub, yo. I'm confused. I think that might be like the West Coast, East Coast. Yeah, see, the West Coast is wins. Yeah, and the East Coast is. A, it's and the East Coast dubs mean lame. loss. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That's a dub. I didn't know that. Like, because I was talking with a West Coast shorty, and then I was talking with an East Coast shorty, mm-hmm. and then she was saying dub like, yo, that shit was like, yo, we was catching dubs all night. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? Like you were winning on winning? that? Winning? What What the fuck? Wins were you seeing? She was like, oh, we were just getting free drinks. We were getting all this shit. We were, we were getting like getting to VIP. And I was like, oh, that's dope. And you turned yeah. around. And I talked to this other chick from from the East Coast. And she's like, oh, man, that's a dub. Wait, I'm, now like, I'm confused. I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> I thought the East Coast means, meant win. No, 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 no. West Coast means a win. East Coast means, means it's a, lame. A, like, lame. Okay. Like a dud. And she was like, nah, that's a dub. She's like, nah, man, that motherfucker is dub. Like, that's dub. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean they win it? She's yeah. like, no, nah, man, that shit is lame. That shit is dead. And I she was, like, I thought dub was like a money term, huh? Like, a, to, like a twenty. Yeah, I thought that was that's a, dub. a dub too. That's, that's like old <laughs> though. That's like that's like some like nineties, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of shit. Like, oh, but the new the new term the nowadays is the the lame like. Or it'll be it'll be a that's drug term too, right? Like like a dub sack. Like a like a sack of weed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or like yeah. a twenty a twenty dollar sack of coke. Or I mean, something. it depends on the on the context of the yeah. sentence. So I'm thinking about our conversation with classics, right? <laughs> oh fuck! Man, uh-huh. yeah. I'm not entering Come this on, conversation. Man, this I'm guy. not entering. But I'm starting to think the new generation is changing the words, the words of dub the slang. I think you're younger. You're you're twenty, right? Yeah. Your generation is making the dub into a W. Yeah. And then the. There's the 20 year old millennial generation because he's behind you. He's like Generation Y. He, yeah, you're like, technically Generation Y. Some shit like that. Yeah. All right, <laughs> some <laughs> shit like that. You don't even know what generation you are. Uh, it's like and years the, huh? I think it's Z. Is it Z? I think so. Oh yeah, you're Generation Z. I think you're technically Generation Y, Jamie. I know. I think I'm millennial. I think that's it's millennial, but it's Generation Y. Okay, huh? Because I was X. Or your ex. I don't know what the fuck. Anyway. <laughs> the fuck out. Anyway, your generation, Jamie, 
tra- it uses the word dub as like lame, right? Am I wrong? Uh, say that one more time. Sorry, I was looking at the birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you guys, I could be wrong about this because the chick I was talking to was like 22. I'm millennial. Nah, cause like, I think it's an East Coast, West Coast yeah, thing, right? Yeah, it is. East Coast, I have like homies that are my age, obviously. And they said like, there's a dub, and I was like, there's a rap. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's an East Coast, so West Coast thing. So it's a regional thing. thing. It's a regional thing. thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was just wondering. By the way, I mean, oh, by the, the way, and the East Coast shorty said, yeah, we say dub and we say chalked. Chalk? I don't know about chalked. Chalk? Chalk. Chalk. So a chalk went up for the you, win? You no, no. Chalked. E-D. Chalked. 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 Like chalked it up? Chalked. No, like that shit is chalked. That shit is dead. It's chalked up. Oh, like, mm, like, like a dead body. It's outlined in chalk. That shit is chalked. That shit is dead. Damn. Wow. I never heard that one before. She said it's a Philly joint. Like sound John. like it. Sound like, John. like it. Wait, is it a Philly? Yeah, I think that sounds Philly. like that sounds like shit. a Philly joint. Yeah, I mean, like, the first yeah, time I heard strong. Tatiana was from a New York homeboy of mine. Tatiana? He was saying that shit two, three years ago. For real? Yeah, like he would be like, "Oh, she's a Tatiana." That's been a term. That's why when I heard it, I was like, yeah. "That shit's old." Yeah, but yeah, he would say that shit a lot. Have you heard the term "it's quiet for you"? Ben, <laughs> now you fuck with her, right? It's no, yeah, it's quiet for you. It's quiet for you. What is that? That means like, <laughs> I love this one. It's quiet for you. It's like, yo, you whack. It's quiet for you. It's quiet <laughs> for you. Yeah. So like, it's like you, sh- you quiet. Like, like quiet. No, like, like, like your, you're your that world, your whole world is, it, this shit is quiet for no, you. No, That's no, how whack you no, are. No, it's, it's like, if, <laughs> the perfect reference is like, if you're wearing a certain jersey or a sneaker, oh, you're wearing that, that's quiet for you. Yeah, like that shit is wild. People use that term. Yeah, it's dope though, isn't it? That shit is quiet for you. You know who did? (laughs) It it came out in Complex. This girl, uh, the the Bella Adid girl, she was doing the 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 sneaker shopping, and she goes, "If homie's wearing this, it's quiet for him." And she goes, "But if he's wearing these, she brings out another shoe. He He can can get get it." it. Yeah. Oh, she said the quiet first. (laughs) Yeah, she said the quiet first. That's where it kind of came from. Well, oh, when Bella Hadid's using <laughs> hip hop slang, uh, I'm at a loss right now, man. It's quiet for her. <laughs> I like that shit. It's quiet for you. So, what would it be for us? Like, if we was wearing a certain thing, like a sneaker, quiet. like a sneaker. Yeah, it's quiet for you. Like, yo, I got this new shape up. Yeah, but it's quiet for you. Like, this is whack. <laughs> or be like, yo, you ain't getting no bitches. Shit is quiet for you. Yeah, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> like, yo, fam, you ain't popping right now. Shit is quiet for you, yo. Yeah, that's funny. I like that term. That's a good term. I like that. Anyway, that was what I wanted to go through. I thought it was... <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yo, by the way, rest in peace to um, Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know... I've seen him around. I've seen him pictures. I don't know who... What he did he do? Can you like... Uh, Carl Lagerfeld uh, was the creative director for Chanel. Okay. For and Fendi. And Fendi, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For quite some time now, A right? long time. long time, man. A long fucking time. Did he die with that title? Yeah. He was still with Chanel. Oh, yeah. he was still with Chanel. Okay. He was, he was with Chanel, and I mean, he just, he's actually known for, like, amazing quotes. Mm. Just like, a, if you ever Google, Google uh, Carl Lagerfeld quotes, I actually had them ready and written down, but they're all gone now. I don't know. <laughs> like, it didn't say it. <laughs> so I was going to read some of the quotes because they're kind of amazing. He had, uh, not to cut you off, he had his own line too, right? He did, but it was more like a fun, like it wasn't, okay. it wasn't like serious or anything. I yet. saw a quote from Pharrell, and he said that he he felt that he was instrumental in, I guess, merging or introducing or however you want to say it, the hip hop culture with high end fashion, 
in a lot of ways in Pharrell's eyes. He was he, probably he a lot more open to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Pharrell was praising him because And of he's it. saying that because he did embrace Pharrell early on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh and he said like because of him other brands were willing to take that chance mm-hmm. and, and, and work with people in hip hop well, culture. Carl Lagerfeld was known for like picking muses. Mm-hmm. So like he would pick like one model who would like be the star of each one way show and he would like pick the next stars or the upcoming stars to be. Damn. Like he would pick Kara, I think Kendall, all mm-hmm. of these like Yeah, I found Gigi. one of his quotes. That shit is fucking crazy. I don't know if yeah, that's see, real. Yeah, Sweatpants see. are a sign of defeat. You lost control of your life, so you bought some sweatpants. <laughs> Yo, with the bar. His quotes is his Damn. quotes are amazing. Like if if you Society look up more of his eat. quotes, they're fucking nasty. <laughs> Change is the healthiest way to survive. Yeah, Carl. There's one. I mean, sweatpants uh, are a sign of defeat. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. there's one quote where he said that like like uh, Coco Chanel would literally hate what I'm doing right now, yeah. but it's up to me to actually take the brand where she could never take it. Yeah. So, I mean, for him, like, he was very aware. He was very uh, in touch. And he was just like, a, a, he was like one of those caricatures, bro. Because there's nothing, there's no, there's never going to be anyone that looks like him, speaks like him, and designs like him. I'm for, allergic to flip flops. Yeah. See, like, yo, like, you just, Carl. I'm telling you, Google Carl Lagerfeld quotes. They're the fucking best. Damn. They're the best. Rest in peace to him, man. Does anyone know how he passed, or was he just. He was, was 85. Uh, was he just, oh, was he just I don't know. slowly. I don't know yet. This happened like this last morning. night or this morning. <coughs> it just yeah. happened. Yeah. It was just announced this morning, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, RP man. While we on Carl Lagerfeld, we can speak about Gucci real quick. Mm-hmm. We can speak about this Gucci shit. What y'all think about that? Um. Well, let's let's go into this Gucci. I can't really afford it, so. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do. Or well, let, let, let's talk about first. Um, were you offended? Honestly, I wasn't offended because I don't think that, that was I don't think that what they was going out for when they made that because they did that sweater like two years ago mm-hmm. and they debuted it on the, um I forgot which fashion show so it's been out for two years nobody said anything and now we in 2019 everybody's like oh so you think because of the different social social climate exactly it's a yeah. big deal yeah yeah I mean are you offended? Personally, no. I I understand why people are. Who are the people that are being offended? Do you think? Um, a lot of people in the African American community. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty broad. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> who exactly do you think is offended? And that's the thing. I I'm not really sure. Yeah. Because even over the past weekend, watching the NBA All Star, I saw plenty of athletes wearing still wearing Gucci. Like it was no exactly, big deal. Yeah. Well, Floyd Mayweather just posted a picture today. With yeah, yeah. Full Gucci down. But the thing is, like, <laughs> we why are we looking at these people? Well, first of all, who's initiating these, initiating these boycotts? That's number one. Mm-hmm. It's not controlled. It's completely, it's completely emotional, and it's being uh, led by people who are uninformed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's also being led by people who don't know anything about the industry and who have no control over the industry. Well, and also people that don't don't even shop at Gucci. I mean, I don't think that makes a difference mm-hmm. because I think the only, the only reason I'm saying to make a difference is because they're the ones that are saying let's boycott it, but they're not even shopping in to begin with. So how the fuck are you boycotting something that you're not even involved in? Well, he, maybe let, they only shop during tax season. I don't well, know. no, let, let's break it down because mm-hmm. I I did a little bit of research. Okay. And I said, in North America, 
who is buying Gucci, right? Mm-hmm. And then how are the North American sales comparing to Europe, Asia, and all these other markets? Mm-hmm. Europe, Europe is about 30%. Asia is 40% of Gucci sales. And the U.S. is 20%. Mm. All right? So everyone's saying that they're making Gucci and they're spending all this money on Gucci. It's a small percentage of people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's not it is a twenty percent is a large sum of money, but it doesn't compare to like Asia, which yeah. is forty percent. Mm-hmm. Then there's the argument if black people or hip hop people or influential, influential, uh, black artists or musicians weren't wearing Gucci, would people in Asia be wearing Gucci? I don't know. That's a good question. It's a good debate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good debate. Uh, I would say it probably wouldn't be selling as well if maybe black artists and rappers weren't wearing Gucci. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying in Asia or Europe, but that's that's something that Gucci can, you know, say like no, that's not true. Yeah, but I think what it comes down to this is that it comes down to whether it was offensive or not. There's an obvious problem with that there isn't enough black people or people of color in that industry. Because at some as, point, as far as working in that industry, yeah. So what we're seeing now is that H and M fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, another, like there was a keychain, right? By was it a Prada? Prada that you know looked like blackface a little yeah. bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like some Jim Crow shit, right? Like big lips, right? Blackface, yeah. Big red lips, blackface, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was the Gucci thing, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's it's become apparent that in the clothing industry in the creative process in the conceptual design of everything there's a lacking of people of color right because someone would have pulled in and been like yo you can't put that out that's a little offensive you understand what i'm saying yeah so i think that in lies the problem is the disconnect no, you're right that's the disconnect now how do we get more black people in there how do we get more people of color in there how do we get more latin people in there mm-hmm. someone has to change the industry someone has to change the system and of, of recruitment and uh, the exposure of opportunities for those who <coughs> who can't access them does that make sense i'm is not that, really being articulate but is that realistic to actually do because so, so dapper dan uh-huh dapper dan had a meeting and he announced this Dapper Dan obviously is sponsored by Gucci, right? He's yeah. A, mm-hmm. So Gucci is sponsoring Dapper Dan, o- reopened Dapper Dan's shop in Harlem, yeah. and has been allowing Dapper Dan to sell, uh, you know, reworked Gucci uh, products in his, you know, in his well, store. In his, his, his own style. Yeah, yeah, in his own boutique yeah, yeah. or whatever in Harlem. Yeah, yeah. We've seen celebrities on the, on the red carpet wearing new Dapper Dan Gucci shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, Dapper Dan is the voice of would you say black one of the voices major voices of black designers right yeah and fashion now how long has he been doing that 30 since years since the 80s alright how many other black designers from scratch cut and sew are there everyone wants to say that Virgil is one but he's not what about Jerry Lorenzo Jerry Lorenzo might be yes okay um there's uh Demir Damar there's a couple of other people um Pierre Moss. There's a couple of other designers out there, but there's not that many. Mm-hmm. Take a handful. So, what, yeah. so what is it? And then, <clears throat> so like, I would look at the shade room, and they would be talking about Gucci, and they would be listing like, well, why don't they hire these 
these are black owned brands mm -hmm. and they're all like t-shirt screen print companies yeah so there's an obvious disconnect from the people who are thinking that's comparable to the quality of gucci yeah. right this and people don't even understand how clothing works do you understand mm -hmm. how does this t-shirt cost 300 dollars? you don't know where that cotton's from yeah. You don't know what they've done to that cotton. Yeah. You so, don't even know. Like that cotton could have cost twenty five dollars a yard. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. wouldn't know that it takes about a yard and a half to make that t shirt. Yeah. So that's already a fifty dollar t shirt. Right. And then they screen print on it, they do a wash on it. Now it's a seventy five dollar t shirt. In order for them to make their money, they gotta wholesale it for double of whatever the cost is or about 150 of their cost. Mm -hmm. So if their cost is about $75, they've got to wholesale that shirt for about 225. And if they're wholesaling that shirt for 225, the retailer's got to sell that shirt for 500 to make okay. yeah. Does that make sense? <coughs> yes. Yeah. And that's where the disconnect is coming from, that education. Yeah. And the and the understanding of how to make clothes. People are so used to um H&M they're so used to Fashion Nova. Low quality. Yeah, they're low quality that they just be like, how can these pants cost, these jeans cost $30 and Balmain jeans cost $1,000? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And is what there is is a disconnect on how shit is produced, fabrics, the quality, the mm -hmm. stitching, everything. Even where it's produced as well, right? Where it's produced. Yeah. To this day, the best shoes are made in Milan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all of those shoes range in the eight hundred to twelve hundred dollar range. Because yeah. the quality. Because the cost there. on each shoe was mm -hmm. about probably two fifty to three to four hundred dollars. Yeah. So like, that's the disconnect number one. Yeah. And then also what you said as far as the the, uh, like the higher ups, they're not putting people in position of power exactly. of color. Is that feasible? Because yes. So here, okay, yeah, so I want to hear what you so think. So Dapper Dan had a meeting mm -hmm. supposedly with a bunch of executives in business in multiple in multiple industries yeah and he said 90 percent of those people were people of color and they set a list of demands for gucci to respond to so he gathered he took the time to call all of these people these important people and say how do we fix this and that's the smartest thing he could have ever done because he's really talking to people in every industry and saying look this is a consistent problem. It's not getting solved. Boycotting doesn't, no, it doesn't so do anything. Yeah. So we're, we've all worked in this industry. We worked in our industries and we're the best in our industries. What is the initial problem with this? What's going on? They come up with a list of demands and they took it to Gucci and Gucci responded. So in that, Gucci is actually creating programs for diversity. They're doing mm -hmm. a recruitment program. Mm -hmm. They're doing a training program there where they're actually looking for new creative designers from different That's regions dope. for yeah. different regions. So what they, they literally laid out this whole new plan to actually recruit and also a new program to educate their existing designers and staff with uh, just more like just being more culturally like aware, open, aware and open. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? I've never seen a corporate company take this type of action before. No, this is great. Now, I'm not saying that this makes Gucci okay or whatever, but I've, I think what people have to understand is that this is this is what goes. This is not this is not cheap. Yeah. Because what they're doing is they're restructuring 
how their company is operating right. and who they're bringing into their company. So yeah. is this like a form, a form of affirmative action? Because um, that's what I'm gathering just from hearing what you're saying, you know what I mean? I think sometimes, yeah. right? Because the, I think the, it's dangerous when you have that kind of a system because you may be forced to put someone in power that hasn't earned it or deserved it based off of your quota of, of numbers that you need. Yes. And that's I don't, scary. But they're not putting them in charge of right. anything. They're just having them but come into the company. But you kind of, eventually that's what you would want is the diversity of the people that are in charge. To be on the board. What yeah. I mean, let's talk about this. Like, yeah. is the, when I, like, I've been making clothes for I don't know how long. Yeah. Right? I, I've seen Latin, I've seen Hispanic Latin sewers, mm-hmm. cutters, um, I've seen screen printers who are Latin. I've seen Asians who are, you know, I've seen all types of races, white. The only race I've seen that isn't behind the scenes is black. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But why is it that the labor and the craft isn't getting passed down or exposed to the black communities? Maybe because they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Is it beneath them, or is it that they're not exposed to it? And so that—that's the real question of it all. And remember, we've always talked about this. Yeah, is like black groceries, right? Yeah. Why are there no black grocery stores? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a Killer Mike Netflix special, right? Or he has a mini series, yeah, right? Yeah. Trigger yeah. warning, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he—he he goes into uh, which was I think one of the more genius episodes was why isn't the Bloods and the Crips branding themselves into any type of investments like Crip Cola or Crip like Cola. Yeah, Crip Cola or like he gave the example of the uh white biker gangs, right? Yes. With Harley like, Davidson yeah. or what or uh, what Hell's no, no. Angels. Hell's Angels. Yeah, and how they're branded and, and it's they're, like, they're, they're selling not Hell's Angels t shirts on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the thing is is like why Trumpers. isn't Crips trying to extend their brand out yeah. to become and change the the way it's being appeared. I mean, was the hell angels killing people? Yeah, they kill each other, and that's, that was his example. Was like the Crips and the Bloods aren't killing the masses; they're killing each other, mm-hmm. but they're viewed different. The Crips and Bloods are viewed in this negative the, light, whereas the Hell's Angels are just kind of like badasses. On yeah, bikes I think there was always like a bike gang started out that way. But bike gangs are like very dangerous. Yeah, and like the Crips and Bloods started out as breakdancing crews that turned yeah turned violent. But I, I think, this, but the thing is, is that anything can be changed and remarketed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? At some point, everything can be remarketed. But what what I'm trying to get at is that the exposure of being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. of learning crafts, and being a part of the production is not is not existent in the black communities. Yeah, and that that's what has to change. One of the more beautiful things that I've ever seen was in Black Panther at the end of Black Panther. When he's like, we're going to set up a school here in Oakland or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that is that is the change that people need. Yeah. That is the change that every, you know, to me, this is my thing. I think as far as it goes with equality with America, it always stems after, like, so I'm Asian, right? Jamie's uh, Latin or Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, Asians and Hispanics, we're not going to get anywhere unless black people are acknowledged. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if black people are acknowledged in in movies and film and all of these other things in TV, 
we kind of following behind them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. the more black people that's on TV, the more you're going to see a Latin show on TV or an Asian show on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really work the other the way. way Is it because they're more oppressed than us too? No, like the it's black be- communities like the more I don't know. Like what do you mean oppressed? Like they've been like kind of shunned differently than us. Like they are the first and then it's us. So in order for us to get somewhere they got to leave, they got to open the doors. I just think they're a little bit more um ahead as far as having under understanding how some of the systems in America work. Yeah. But it's mostly in the entertainment field. But it's not in the behind the scenes field. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's the problem with I think the black community is that some of those opportunities and that the jobs and the training is not getting exposed to the black they're only seeing this and it goes back to this thing where I was talking with one of my boys in New York. I said, Did you ever think there'd be a day where you'd see famous mediocre black people? I mean, we're kind of entering that stage of like I can see that. Where like you've never seen famous mediocre black people. Yeah. yeah. Like you had to be so exceptional to be black and famous and rich, right? Yeah. You had to be like the be- you had to be better than like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be a Michael Jackson. Aretha like Franklin. You had to be like so outstanding. Barry Sydney Portier. So, yeah, you had to yeah. be like Denzel Washington, Oprah. Yeah. I mean Most Beyonce. You like Usher, right? Yeah. And then more recently, we're seeing like I said that's how you can kind of see we're reaching a level of equality when you're starting to see like mediocre black people come become <laughs> famous. Is that because of the internet? Huh? Is it because of the internet? I think times are changing. Look at Jaden Smith. Yeah. Why is he famous? I think that kid is pretty, like, he's pretty talented, to be honest. I mean, but I, mean, I think he's been exposed to uh, things that have allowed him to become and nurture his talent, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's what privilege is, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. kind of like having all the resources to do whatever you want. Hey, Jaden, you want to be a designer? Oh, shit. Let me see. Will Smith's like, let me see what resources I can do to help you facilitate this. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it all. Yeah, he's not a good example, man, because his father is Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like Jaden came from nowhere and worked his way up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what, like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we would see mediocre white people become famous, become singers. Yeah. Someone might say that Madonna might be one of them. Like, she was never a great singer, but she could market herself well. You know what I mean? Like, she could dance kind of like well. She good pro- people producing her shit. Exactly. So, that's like a so Rihanna. Like so, she's, like, she's, like, maybe one of the more mediocre, like, I don't know. I wouldn't even call her mediocre, but you get what I mean. She wasn't, like, I a mean, extreme even vocal talent. She wasn't, you know? like, a... like a. It's, like, it's funny, because when <clears throat> she came out, it was her and Cindy Lauper. Uh-huh. And everybody was saying, oh, Madonna's not going to last long. Cindy Lauper's going to last way longer. And it was the and opposite. it was the opposite of way around. And it's, like... But she's no Barbara Streisand. Like, she's not... Would you say that Madonna started the rebrand? Of course. She was, she was, she was the master at rebranding herself. Yeah, yeah. Right? She, I mean... Um, or maybe she was the master of appropriating was, from, from different people, like stealing <laughs> from different people. You know what I mean? Not really. She re- like definitely she, rebranded herself. Like but every, a lot of people think a lot out. of people were mad at what she did with Vogue and stealing from... From the gay community. From the gay community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was definitely appropriation. And it became a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. When she first came out, people thought she was black. Really? Because her sound, she didn't really have any videos. Uh-huh. And she sounded like a black artist. Until wow. they finally saw her, came up with the video for Holiday, I think. They was like, oh, shit, she's white. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, I, can I know, see it. but that's what I'm saying is that we've, you know, throughout the last 10, 20 years, we've been introduced, we've been forced down like mediocre white. I'm not trying to shit on white people, by the way, but I'm just being honest. Mediocre white acts or white talents or actors have been been shoved down our throats. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one of who's like who's that dude that's in every fucking movie that was, uh, fuck man, Brandon Fraser. You know him. Yeah, Brandon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like the most mediocre fucking dude, and he's like Encino man. He was yeah, Encino oh. man. <laughs> And he went to do um, Yo, he's the mummy. So and he did the mummy. Yeah. He like, yeah. he's like the go-to. He was at like, one point. Yeah, but I'm saying like he was in so many movies, and I'm like, this is the most boring fucking actor. I don't know how he's getting these opportunities. I don't know who he's fucking. I don't know how he's getting in all these movies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it didn't make sense. any fucking sense, yo. But we've been going. We've been seeing that throughout history. So like, I think. It, the level, the, the planes are leveling out when I start seeing mediocre motherfuckers come out <laughs> from the black community. Yeah. You know? And then, I don't know, like, I, I just think if, if black people succeed, Latin people succeed, yeah. and then Asians follow. I, that's what it looks like in the market, what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, I don't know, I think this thing that Dabber Dan... I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping it's not just window dressing. I'm hoping it's like, it's something real. And I think we'll see the lasting changes and effects of it in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like what Jay-Z was talking about when he was talking about investing at, uh, in Dumbo. Yeah. It's like those kind of things of buying a building is not instantaneous. There's no success in it. There's nothing like... There's nothing that's gonna happen. It's something you gotta build. You gotta like wait 20, for it. It takes like 20 years. You know what I mean? To actually see the effects of mm-hmm. of that kind of change. And I think this is one of those key elements. And I think people have to applaud Gucci for doing that. Yeah. To a certain extent, even though it was brought on by all of this controversy, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's an important step for fashion and just leveling the planes out. And yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. If it's affirmative action and we're getting a bunch of untalented people there, I mean, yeah, I, I don't mean, think that's possible. Yeah, I agree. I just threw it out there. Because they got to work and they've got to be as good to the Gucci standard. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing that, and that's the thing is that you can't give opportunities to people and then let them slide through. You can't just give it away. You've got the, to make them work for it and you've got to make them put their blood, sweat, and tears in it and really fucking earn it. No, they also got to be deserving to yeah. get this opportunity. And you, to they've got to know that, like, yo, they, they are like, like this dude Jesse was Smollett. Yeah, you've got to understand when you're in this position, you have a responsibility. You've got, you've been giving this opportunity. So if Gucci is giving you this opportunity, don't fuck it up. Yeah. And also know that whatever you do, you're representing all of these black people. Yeah. And look at Jesse. I mean, that's a perfect example of someone who didn't realize. How much damage he was doing, but he was representing multiple people. He was m- representing the gay, lesbian community, the gay community, the, the black, black community. Black community. He was representing mm-hmm. black TV, black actors, black singers, mm-hmm. yeah. and then Democrats, right? Yeah, even man. young people. There are so many elements that he represented that he just he took everyone back, yeah. like multiple people in different categories and. And groups, he just took everyone back. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that 
we have to be aware with, with this with this dapper dan shit to me yeah but i think i think it's it really like touched me like that i think that to me is like that was one of the greatest things i've heard this year mm-hmm. or in the last year about yeah. something yeah. like that i get i i, I really step. think it's yeah. yeah i applaud him for it that's like i mean for him to put it put his face and his image out there like that to make change for the better like that's special <laughs> That's good. I well, mean, I'm, I'm hoping it turns into something. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we gotta give a shout out to our sponsorship. Yes. Oh, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Take it away. Big yes. shout out to do DJ it. City. Hey, by the way, but after after we do this DJ City ad, I do want to talk about this new DJ City merger with B uh, Bport. Mm. Okay, let's get into that. This episode of the Rogue Podcast is sponsored by DJ City. DJ City is the leading supplier of new music for DJs around the world. Since 2001, they've been providing working DJs with the latest club and radio songs, including exclusive intros, remixes, acapellas, and more. Any DJ can subscribe, and for less than a dollar a day, you can get all of, all of the tools needed to rock a party, club, mix show, or even a bar mitzvah. Check out djcity.com for more info. djcity.com. You hear that? All right, so we're not being forced to talk about this by DJ City. But there is a gun to my head at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But I am curious to know, or I'm I'm curious to talk about this. The big news broke out. Yes. That uh, they are merging, kind of. Well, no, no. There's a a new venture. There's an X in between the two labels. Well, a new venture partnership between uh, DJ City, Record Pool, and and B-Port. Yeah, yes. and it's called Beat Source. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've been gathering some in- information on the internet. It looks like Beat Source is the next, um, the next future kind of like all right. So like if if Beatport and DJ City were focused on MP3 downloads, Beat Source is actually the focus of streaming. Mm. Yeah, so. Mm. Of course, it would make sense to stream DJ City, which is arguably one of the best open format record pool websites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then B-Port, which is the best EDM house dance music web- websites for, for music, right? Yes. So they're combining these two libraries to offer for streaming platforms. I'm thinking for DJ programs like yeah. Serato. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a game changer, but I don't think we're going to really understand the effects of it till maybe two to three years from now. Yeah, because yeah. we have the SoundCloud in the title as a streaming services on Serato, and I'm yet to even fucking use that. We're not going to need to use it, but what I'm thinking is this, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking soon either... We're going to have computers or laptops that we bring to gigs, but it's not going to house any music. This is what I was thinking also. That yes. was, well, basically, scary. we're going to log into a program like Serato. And as soon as we log in like a, spa- like a Facebook or MySpace or an Instagram, our whole library is going to show up with our crates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So technically, Darren, if you didn't bring your laptop... You could technically log into my laptop and actually DJ if you logged in through yours, right. through your uh, you know account, right. and then all your crates and all your music would show up, mm-hmm. and it would be through an iCloud or through uh, yeah. BeatSource. So it, you don't even have to carry your computer at this so point. So basically, it's like you can't even a hard drive 
But you, you have a hard job. But you, here's but you the question. Your and here's the question. This is what this is where it gets really deep. At what point? We're, so, like, Qbert released the computer mixer, right? Yeah, the iPad <laughs> special. The, the iPad, yeah. So, everyone was kind of laughing at Qbert's mixer, right? Uh, like, saying, like, yo, this shit looks ghetto as fuck because it's like an iPad glued onto a mixer, right? Yeah, it basically yeah. looked like that. All right, so as rough and crazy as it is, his idea of having the computer inside the mixer doesn't sound so crazy now. Mm-hmm. Because imagine in two to three years, maybe five years, mm-hmm. I'll give it some more time. Just because uh, they're gonna have to like clean up the kinks of it all, but I'm thinking in maybe three to four years, there are gonna be mixers that are gonna just literally have us log in, yeah, and have multiple accounts in there, and we're just gonna access, like we're still gonna have our laptops, our home computers, to like literally like you know log in and control our crates and mm-hmm. and you know yeah. and download music or or drag music into this folder or that folder or that playlist. But I think we're going to be able to access them and stream them live wherever we go. So realistically, if I was a nightclub owner, I could have one laptop set up yeah, you don't have for to all anything. of my DJs. But that's the question is that who's going to want to provide a computer or a laptop for DJs? In mm-hmm. the end, it's better if the DJs have their own. Have their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it may come to that because, I mean, it's no different than us at one point bringing our records and needles or you know what I mean the certain certain things that we CDJs. had to set up and now it's just we went, went, away, went away from that to we just have a standard setup. But this, but this also has to do with also the age of Wi-Fi and technology yeah. so everyone Wi-Fi is, has been around for a long time mm-hmm. but it's fairly kind of new as far as like a standard thing does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Where everything is having Wi-Fi yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so they're all hooking up Wi-Fi there's literally plans to hook up Wi-Fi in the middle of the fucking street yeah, there's gonna be Wi-Fi everywhere, and soon there's gonna be Wi-Fi charging. Damn, that's crazy. So like, there's gonna be like we already have like they're already developing like Bluetooth charging for everything. So literally, when you walk into your crib, your phone's just charging. Yeah, in your crib. Yeah, that's just crazy. So man. and then there's gonna be Wi-Fi everywhere. There's gonna there's gonna be Wi-Fi in like this, the middle of the street. There's gonna be Wi-Fi every in the subways and trains and buses everywhere. Yeah. So that's already kind of being worked out as we speak right now. So it's one of those things where I think as soon as Wi-Fi becomes a standard, like a cell, like a cellular phone, a mobile phone, yeah, just like how we get a signal mm-hmm. and everything, that Wi-Fi and like streaming our, you know, our our crates for DJing sounds like a more believable thing. Yeah, where we're gonna just carry lighter shit, where we're not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think like. It seems that like with the controllers that are coming out nowadays, what are they? Five hundred dollars, maybe two hundred, two fifty, two fifty to five hundred dollars. I think soon we'll be able to use an iPad. You know what I mean? It just it's just gonna get cheaper and cheaper and more accessible and accessible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think eventually that's probably the case. I'm just a little skeptical as a consumer, but I know in time we'll learn more and we'll be more educated about what it is exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking about. Things at his at his at his um at his current state. Mm-hmm. When I like even like going to Serato DJ and if my Wi-Fi is even on, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, the, I'm sure the programs will have like updates that'll like appease these. Well, that, well things that's the tricky thing is that I think that's why I'm allowing a three to five year yeah transition period mm. 
because Serato has to communicate with BeatSource, yeah. and they've got to communicate with Apple. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of elements that have to like integrate for everything to work perfectly. And to yeah. think of if it's pulling from a cloud, what would that lag time be? Yeah, and or then, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then, so there's there's the Apple element, right? Mm -hmm. There's the Serato element. Mm -hmm. There's the Beat port element there's the dj city element yeah and there's also just the technology of wi-fi itself yeah. element yeah. that comes into play and that's something that nobody really can control yeah so it really all comes down to are we gonna have to carry um those external routers like the wi-fi routers mm -hmm. that we do so like mm -hmm. so that we to continue to have a signal. Yeah. yeah so we make sure we have a signal with that and just hook it up to our laptop or our ipad right but it, it's one of those things where if it seems like it's gonna make us better DJs and it's gonna be easier, I mean, more likely we'll do it, but mm -hmm. it's gotta make sense. But I'm, I'm giving it three to five years. Yeah. It's, gonna get, it's gonna make a lot of DJs more fucking lazier. <laughs> and I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, <laughs> here's the crazy thing. This is the crazy thing. This is where I see it going and this is where it gets scary. I'm thinking this. If BeatSource starts creating playlists for clubs mm -hmm. and start paying big DJs to put together a flawless playlist set to DJ and to stream live to their laptop, who's to say that kids aren't gonna be able to do it and pay extra for that to get an A-track playlist to play in the club? Yeah. That's like maybe two hours or an hour and a that's half. That's gonna go, it's not gonna work out. The, the the feel of uh, reading the crowd it's kind of but I'm saying it is possible it is, it's one of those things like if I was starting to DJ I would be like you know what it'd be I'm, easier for I'm you. gonna pay $10 extra to get 8-tracks playlist and this dude's playlist you know exactly what to play or yeah. how to play and you kind of you'll figure it out Imagine Eventually. if you had to do like a house part a house party like yeah a corporate and they're like hey we want to hear dance music you're just gonna go and stream like really you're not even gonna have to download music you're just gonna go live to the to the EDM playlist and just fucking play songs from the EDM playlist. Yeah. Well, thank God we made this podcast happen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's we're gonna fall. There's a human element to me yeah. that says you're gonna still need to have something of a of personal course, library. Of course, of course. In those instances, like, yo, we got a a thirty k spender. We need the theme from Miami Vice right now. Or we need some Shaka Khan right now. No, but I and think you can't you, pull you, that from just you know what I mean. I think you're going to be able to pull whatever well, you want. They're going to have man. anything. Yeah. yeah, I think you're going to have to have anything, and yeah, I, yeah. it's one of those things where everything's going to get easier, and everything's going to be given like served in a silver platter even yeah. more and more and more as time goes on and as future goes as we move into the future and technology gets better and better. But it's always going to come down to musical knowledge and reading yeah, the crowd exactly you know what i'm saying but i i don't sound crazy thinking that if someone comes up to me and i'm a 21 year old dj and they're like hey we want to hear motown well shit i'm gonna go to like the motown playlist and just go down the playlist and play everything there yeah obviously like i've got to mix it well and like and try to like beat match, make it make beat match it but if if the songs if there's like 150 songs listed for like a classic set or an R&B set. I've already gotten like that. Like I've like and I've have the BPM set up for you already. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. BPMs well, are set up already, BPMs, and, oh, and there's extended out. intros and everything, and everything's quanti good, quantized and everything. Yeah. 
But right, guys. Well, I that's guess, the future, yeah. yo. And, but I'm not crazy thinking that, not right? Not at all. That there's going to be all. these playlists out there. There will be. And that's there the thing. Be. And then here's the thing. Will people want to pay you to see your playlist or to get your playlist? So if my playlist was in my, if I had my crate, mm-hmm. would there be an option for someone to be like, we want to access Crooked's crate? Yeah. Or we want to see what Crooked played last night. We'll pay this much. And then I'll be like, hmm, do I want to get that money? What's the value on this? Do you think that's possible? Yeah. Dude, I'm just going to tell you this. Jules from San Diego is going to have the best <laughs> time with his fucking Spanish playlist for a wedding. <laughs> You're talking wedding jewels. Jules yeah, wedding does jewels. the wedding jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. he helped you out on that wedding shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, wedding playlists, like, uh, yeah, shout, big shout out to Jules from Blends. Quinceañeras. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of, <laughs> He does. he's like the king of the Filipino weddings in, uh, in San Diego. Yeah. Or I would say... In the, in the SoCal in, in area, SoCal, yeah, he's SoCal the kingpin. Area. Yeah, he Damn. sent me a playlist for wedding, you know, for for wedding shit, and it was perfect. Damn. He sent me a link for a Mexican wedding, yeah, and it had like eighty percent of all the songs I needed. So of course, like if I had that literally in my Serato, fucking game changer. Damn, I'd be ready for any situation whatsoever, right? And it wouldn't take musical knowledge at all. So you think this merger might be just the first of many? Because I feel like. Every well, the thing is, at some point well, my, is my thing is if you way. well, my thing is if you start now, mm-hmm. right? You're already ahead of the game. Yeah. yeah. So if you're starting now, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. So like title, I think titles on, yeah, Serato, yeah, yeah and yeah. no one's gonna fuck with that because yeah. they're not providing the tools for you to to win. Well, so I'm saying, so if they were to team up with another record pool. That might be the new trend. Is these these? But it's too late. How, how are you going to compete? That that means you have to literally create a new infrastructure mm-hmm. of editors to edit the music. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And I'm, then DJ City already has that. They, like DJ City knows what open format people want, right? Yeah. And then B B Port knows exactly what dance DJs want. Mm-hmm. If you put the two together, it's pretty much unstoppable. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, if they have labels working with them to help them. It's even more unstoppable. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of ambient noise coming from you, Jamie. I'm sorry. There's a lot of movements. <laughs> Big boy move. When you guys get like sleepy, you guys start moving a lot. Just to wake me up. But uh, I was gonna ask you, do you guys think do you guys think that like if you stream stuff from this port, is that gonna count as a stream for the artist? I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt be a, it. It's gonna be a top chart. I doubt it. I think it'll be another form of like uh like when we get promo vinyl from yeah. DJs. It's just a marketing. Exactly, like yeah. they know it's marketing. Yeah. Like if a DJ's playing their shit, like I think it's I think it's uh what do you call it? Anti I don't know. It's just not uh it's not a good thing for record labels to not have DJs play their shit. Yeah. yeah. It's not beneficial. That's what the yeah. world's saying. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so the DJ robots are coming, guys. So get I mean, your shit together. <laughs> I have no doubt about Got a that. But window. I mean, this is interesting. I like to see how this shit pans out and, and where it goes. I would shit. like to see it done live. I think that would change a lot of perspective for me. Definitely, just to see it live, to see it be done, how fast. The it second is we see someone do it live and it works, yeah. and then we figure out a way to do it, we're all gonna buy like external routers, high Wi-Fi routers, and we're gonna fucking switch over. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah. But I give it like five years. That's fair. Yeah. Five years, because there's gonna be so many kinks in the process. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's already and to kinks. the point where we actually trust it to like do full gigs mm-hmm. without being nervous about something going mm-hmm. wrong. But it's the communication time. with Apple too, because if Apple keeps uh, up 
up you know updating the OS. Mm-hmm. It's like these guys got to update right their OS. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and so it's Serato like has to de- update theirs to compete to compare yeah. both. So it's yeah. just one of those things where it's a constant struggle because of I think that that's the communication that all of these app companies are dealing with with Apple. Yeah. It's just like oh shit, we gotta update our OS. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. updating their OS. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's pretty much it, guys. You guys any have anything you want to talk about or no? Uh, shit, man. DJCity.com. <laughs> Go check them out. Well, look, you guys look it up. It's uh, BeatSource.com. Yeah. That's the new mm-hmm. merger. And then uh, I'm yeah. sure there's some articles about it. And then it. go on the DJ City blog. They also have uh, like an article what's happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Billboard released the, the big announcement one, too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, so See you All right, guys. Next time. Peace. All right, peace. Yeah.